from one dream to the next, your journey is a one of cosmic remembrance and ascension. Aloha, dreamers, shifters, multidimensional beings within this holographic matrix of light. This is Brendan, aka Skull Babylon, aka Skull the Wolf, inviting you and welcoming you to another very exciting, educational, inspirational, and entertaining episode slash broadcast of Paradigm Shift Dream Class. Thank you guys so much again for joining us wherever you are, whenever you are. And of course, if you're tuned into this live, please feel free to share this broadcast as we get going. And as per usual, we are joined by some fellow awesome shifters from across the globe who are shifting the paradigms in all of our unique and exciting individual ways. So for all the shifters who are tuned into this, I'm just going to pull your guys' microphone up and let's make some noise and send some love out to all the people who are tuned into this, guys. So join me in making some noise. Happy full moon, by the way. Awesome. Sweet. Thank you guys so much for for being here, as I said. And again, we'll just get right into the class. So for those of you who may not be too familiar, let me just provide you with a basic introduction of the overview for ParadigmShiftCentral.com. And then we'll just get into the the intentions for what Dream Class is about. And then we'll get right into the discussion. And uh, yeah, this broadcast may go for two hours, may go for three hours. We'll see. That's uh, that's for the universe to know and for us to figure out. So we are the universe figuring out itself as we go. That's that's the exciting part. So sweet guys. Okay. So again, for those of you who may be entirely new to this, Paradigm Shift Dream Class is a part of ParadigmShiftCentral.com, a real-world interactive game to help shift consciousness. And part of the way how we do that is by creating a portal for conscious media as well as a global team of shifters and paradigm shift communities. Through the website, you can find quest journals, conscious articles, ongoing interactive live broadcasts, as well as a collective hub for Paradigm Shift Central communities, which are physical communities that focus on regular open-minded discussion and meditation groups to be able to help assist with the shift in consciousness and be able to help bring people together and create those awesome, important discussions and connections that are going to be able to help us continue to evolve on our individual and collective paths. So if you're interested in creating a paradigm shift community where you are, know that it is entirely possible and anybody is invited to do so. This is about all of us coming together as shifters, as light guardians, as Jedis, hearing the call to be able to help do what we can by leveling ourselves up within this game, by unlocking new multidimensional abilities and by continuing to be able to help plant the seeds and by continuing to be able to help hack the matrix with love. So with that said, the intention behind this Dream Class broadcast, again, with the overall project, this is about creating a digital sacred space. And this is a really, really valuable thing. So this is the Dream Class, as we've done before. We'll do these every few weeks. They're about being able to create a space where we get to chance to talk about topics related to dreaming, lucid dreaming, astral projection, consciousness, what it means to be a multidimensional being, and really just exploring the mysteries of the dream discussion, as well as being able to help document our own experiences within our dreams. So we are much more than just these physical beings. We are spiritual beings having this human experience, so to speak. And of course, spiritual literally encapsulates, you know, if you're looking at it that way as our multidimensional identity, as our multidimensional experience. So yeah, we're awake during part of our life. And when we go to sleep each night, we have the opportunity to be able to wake up to more of ourselves through these real experiences that our soul has the opportunity to learn and grow through. So 
we'll uh, get into the discussion by going around the circle with the basic question of what brings us to dream class. And uh, currently within the class, we do have myself, Brendan, as I said, and we have Brian, uh, aka Byron, who's been in the class before, Gary, who's been here before, Jared, who's been here before. And we have two new players who have recently joined. That is Christina and Promethean Bob, aka Hunter. So shout out to you guys for being here. So again, guys, let's have fun with this. And part of the intention is to be able to create these discussions, to be able to help bring collective accountability towards working on our dream practices. This is something very important and something that ripples into everything that we do. As we continue to awaken within our dreams, we continue to awaken to more of our potential to be able to help co-create within this dream. So that's a big that's a big theme that I get into is the idea of remembering that this physical dimension is equally as much a part of the dream space as as all of it is and when you understand more about how dreams work you understand more about how to create within this reality so always mind let's get into some uh fun esoteric discussion and let's have fun with this so let's uh pass the talking stick around and um maybe we can just uh start off with someone who's a familiar face here so brian if uh if you're available i'm gonna pass you the talking stick and you can just say real quickly just who you are where you're from and what brings you back to dream class so Brian, if you're there, I'm just going to pull up your microphone and go ahead. So, Brian, when you're ready. <laughs> can you see me? Yes, we can see you. <laughs> I'm laying down on the floor. This is so bizarre. I feel like I'm flying like... Yeah, it's right. um, I'm Brian or Byron. Uh, I'm on Facebook at woohoopoopoo.com. Woohoopoopoo is my fame. Uh, I just made some uh, Instagram, YouTube, and uh, a Facebook page. And, like, the YouTube pages uh, has like me drawing these things behind me like a lot of cool abstracts and I'm looking for people to get music on it like if there's any musicians out there let me know and uh, I'm you know speed it up like four times the speed and then it looks it's hypnotic so that's the quick intro thank you <laughs> all right Brian thank you again for for joining us and and welcome back so Sweet. Okay, guys. So um, as we get going, uh, I will just say I definitely have some uh, new dream experiences that I have to share from within the last week that I want to be able to get into right near the top. Um, one of them, and, and I'll just say this just so that you guys can like get hyped about it because it was really interesting. Uh, I basically had an ayahuasca experience within my dreams. Uh, which like really kind of uh, in some ways validated this theory that I've had related to experiencing psychedelics within dreams, um, or at least a, started opening up more doors towards that concept. So I'll get into that a little bit later, plus a couple other stories I have related to the dreams. But let's keep passing the uh, the talking stick around. So uh, with that said, um, maybe if I can uh, just invite uh, Hunter, aka Promethean Bob, to be able to introduce themselves next. So again, just who you are, where you're from, you can make that up if you want, and uh, what brings you to Dream Class. So Hunter, if you're ready, I'm just gonna pull your microphone up and welcome to Dream Class. Right on. Uh, so my name's Hunter. I'm the uh, creator of Promethean Bob. Uh, it's a cartoon, I have a little cartoon series I just started, and um, I recently got invited to this uh, through the comment section for my video. I thought it sounded interesting, and uh, here I am. Awesome, man. And and if you just want to expand a bit, um, do you have some like personal interests uh, in, in dreams or how do you why do you feel studying dreams is, is important related to the, the shift in consciousness and, and so forth and, and for all us silly humans here on Earth? <laughs> right on. Well, um, I guess I've 
been doing lucid dreaming for well over a decade. So it's, it's kind of a part of my everyday life. Um, it's not something I study too in depth, but it's, it's definitely something that I've, I've had a great interest in for quite some time. So. Awesome. Awesome, man. Well, I look forward to, to chatting more with you about that. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the exciting thing about this class is that everyone's going to be coming in with their own unique experience. And for you to even have just mentioned that you've been having lucid dreams for quite a while. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to be able to just see uh, what you have to share and any personal stories and anecdotes that that can just, you know, provide us with examples of, of what is possible within this dream space. Because that's a, that's a very important thing, you know, just by all of us kind of collectively sharing stories of, of what we can experience within dreams. It, it fuels the imagination and, and it can help more of us continue to, to sort of like tap into that latent, latent potential and creativity. So uh, hunters, anything else you'd like to share before we uh, just keep passing talking stick around? Otherwise, that's good. Nothing that uh, comes to mind. Yeah. Cool. Perfect. All right, man. Thanks again. And, and welcome to dream class. So cool. All right, guys. So uh, we'll keep passing the talk and stick around. And uh, maybe uh, if we can pass it to Jared next. Uh, Jared, we're, we're going to make sure that your microphone's okay at the same time. So Jared, I'm just going to pull up your microphone. I right. uh, still still sounding pretty uh, fan noise on your end, Jared. But uh, if you just want to talk loud, we'll try and uh, balance that out. So Jared, just talk nice and loud if you can. And welcome to Dream Class. It's when you're ready. Sorry, is this loud enough or not? You know, as you, you yeah, how loud as you can. Louder than that. I don't, yeah, because I'm not sure where your mic is right now, so. Right here. Is that? Yeah, I'm not sure if it's coming through that, dude. Yeah. Anyway, just, just just go ahead, just 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 go ahead and into your intro, and 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 we'll make do. All right. So. All right, I'm Jared, Connecticut. I'm into everything. Shifting consciousness, the vegan movement, the human potential, understanding the body, what to be in it, what to be in it, longevity, you name it. All of it. I don't know if that sums it up. But lucid dreaming, as you mentioned, yeah, it's been a while since I've gotten into lucid dreaming. Astro travel is more of a favorite of mine. Anybody else astro travel here? I uh, yeah I can hear you dude the the microphone uh, is making it a little no. bit difficult though I think the regular mic might be even better yeah that sounds is better now is that better or less better I, that, that may be a little bit better, dude. I, yeah, yeah. I can't hear, I can't hear nothing. All right, just say. Uh, there. I think that's that's, that's sounds the same, man. We might have to get this sorted out on the sideline. So. I gotta sign in. Now. That's all right. That's all right, dude. Just uh, r real quick, and anything else you want to share with your intro? We were here, and we're it was still coming through. So. Um. All right. Okay. So Jared's just dropping out. He's gonna get this set up, and uh, that's totally fine. So we're just making sure that you guys can hear it okay on the tech side. So, uh, all right. Okay. So uh, yeah, we'll keep passing, talking, stick around. And again, guys, you know, like that's this is, uh, okay. We'll just double check with Jared real quick. All right. Um, Jared, go, go ahead and just finish your introduction. If there's anything else you just wanted to say, real quick. Um, Jared, when you're ready, if you just want to finish your introduction, go ahead. Can you hear me now? Yeah, that sounds a little bit better somehow. That's just a regular mic. All right. 
Go ahead, dude. Um, introduction. I don't know what you guys heard or didn't hear. I'm Connecticut. Paradigm shift. I'm into the physical shift movements as well as virtual shift. Try to recruit people to create a matrix, if you will, of the over community that links other communities together to make all our dreams possible to alleviate us from the matrix itself, society, the things that we want to rid ourselves from so we can live our lives to our potential and into the human body, the potential for that as well. The other 95% of the brain that we hear about, how to get that going. Weird. Weird. Firms and monatomic gold, food of the gods, into that. And help. With the uh, longevity project as well. I mentioned lucid dreaming as well. Astral travel. Big component of astral travel. Even though I haven't done as much as I'd like. I've done some recently. I've actually had a few conversations that happened the next day, which is pretty impressive. Things coming through. In both dimensions. Cool, man. Yeah, that's good, man. That's good. All right. Jared, th thanks again, man, for joining in. I'm just gonna pull. Uh, I'm just gonna pull down your mic uh, real quick there. Um, again, I I know, I know uh, I think that's all all we got mic wise, so we'll we'll make do with that. But uh, thanks again, man, for joining. And uh, go. how bad is the mic on your end? Can you hear me, or is it hard to hear me? Yeah, it's hard to hear you over the background noise. So I don't know if you can if you can lessen the background noise somehow. That may help. But we might have to like I said, we might have to figure that out on the side. So, but yeah, we'll make do. All right, dude. And if there's anything you just want to say in the in the chat, you can just text it there, and I can relay it. That's another option. So, okay, All right. cool. All right, thanks again, man. Good to see you. Yeah. All right, sweet guys. Okay, guys. So we'll just keep uh, going through this. And and again, you know, for 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 those of you who may be new to this project, for those of you who may be connecting to Paradigm Shift, for those of you who've been around for a while, being a shifter, that is what this project is about. Is about encouraging people to choose to be the change that they wish to see. And again, you know, when it comes to dreams, when it comes to the topic of our multidimensional nature. It's not something that a lot of us sort of like hear about uh, within school or mainstream culture, but it's something that's definitely really important. So by practicing having these conversations here, it allows us to be able to continue these conversations not only within our personal life, but far beyond, uh, not only as a practice within our personal life, but far beyond, you know, just conversations with our friends. And something that we've talked about before within Paradigm Shift is that as you invite people to start talking about dreams, it really starts shifting some paradigms. It really starts opening things up uh, just in terms of bigger metaphysical questions. And again, tapping it back to our potential within this reality. So a shifter is someone who is intentionally helping shift consciousness. And one of the ways that you do that is by shifting your own consciousness and one of the ways you do that is by practicing dreams. So uh, exploring your own dream practices. So thank you again, everyone, for tuning into this. If you guys, if you guys can help share this broadcast as we keep going, that is greatly appreciated. We currently have about seven or eight live viewers uh, on YouTube. So uh, please feel free to do that. And of course, subscribe to this YouTube channel if you haven't yet. So uh, we'll keep going around with the circle and then we'll uh, get into some more details as we keep bouncing around. So I think uh, if we can pass it to Christina next. So Christina, if you'd like to go next, I'm just going to pull up your microphone. And again, just who you are, where you're from, and what brings you to Dream Class. So Christina, go right ahead. Hi. Thanks for having me here today. 
it's super cool that we can all be here right now in this moment and with the same mission. It's kind of a miracle, honestly, that we're all here right now. I think that's awesome. But anyways, I'm Christina. I am 23 years old. I'm from Chicago, Illinois, USA. Um, I'm a photographer for a living. I studied art in college and that's what I'm doing right now. But since I graduated a year ago, my gears have sort of shifted and I have fallen in love with yoga. This past January, I discovered yoga and it's completely changed my life um, so much that I'm actually taking up teacher training. It starts in about two weeks. So I'm going to be starting a new uh, new journey there. Um, kind of to back up a little bit, I had my first kind of real awakening experience back in like 2012 with a lot of other people on this planet, I, I later found out. And, um, you know, during that time, I was like experimenting with a lot of different chemicals and states of consciousness and realms. And while it kind of turned out to be a little bit of a destructive path after a while, I don't, I wouldn't trade it for anything because it really opened up the doorway for me for my spiritual path and got me familiar with these realms and states of consciousness that we don't always have access to. Um, so years went on and um, I kind of started going down a little bit of a dark path, not taking care of my, my health. And just this past year, I think I'm coming out of the dark a little bit. Um, this year has been super powerful for me in a lot of different ways. Um, I found yoga, like I had mentioned, and that in combination with coming to a lot of food consciousness, it really honestly saved my life. And I would love to kind of go into depth about this, maybe in another future conversation about like health and wellness, because I think my story here is super powerful. Um, but yeah, so yoga saved my life. Um, it kind of, um, I don't know, that's where I'm at right now with that. I'm hoping that uh, yoga, it's, it's, it feels like, it feels like I'm being drawn to it. Like it's my purpose and my passion. And I, I think I'm here to help people heal. And I'm super passionate about um, helping people come to realize that, that their bodies are designed to work and that food is medicine. And um, I really want to expose the pharmaceutical industry for everything that it is because food is medicine. And um, if you hone in on that there's a lot of good cool changes that can happen with your life so that's kind of my mission right now with getting into yoga and holistic health i really want to get down that path and kind of what what brings me here today you kind of caught me at a interesting time i i haven't really had a dream in years if we're being honest here and i'm kind of standing face to face right now with a cannabis addiction dealing with for quite some time now so i haven't had a dream and I don't even know how long, but I know this was kind of a conversation that was brought up in one of the last stream classes. So it's not to overlap information, but um, maybe take it in a little bit of a new direction in this conversation. I think that I had this idea, like when was the last time that I sat with my, my peer energy? Like when was the last time I had one full day to just experience my peer energy? No nicotine, no caffeine, no alcohol, no, no pot, no nothing. Like when was the last time you sat with yourself? And I think that um, this kind of like overarching, like, I don't know, I think something is, there's something really powerful in the present moment and being able to experience it with your peer energy of allowing um, that kind of like, bear with me, I'm still trying to find the words kind of to, to disseminate all of this. It's hard sometimes to put it into verbal language, but 
Um, I think that the place that we're in right now is somewhat of a dream. And when we can be in the present moment, when our peer states, it kind of, it gets this like lucidity to it. You know what I'm saying kind of? And I don't know. So I think this kind of like overarching theme of addiction and attachment and distraction kind of has been hovering over my life in a way that, um, you know, I think that we really need not to attach to positive emotions and we really need not to distract ourselves from negative emotions and really just be in our present states because there's a lot of power that lies there. And um, let me tell you, I'm about one week clean from smoking pot and it's been a heck of a week. <laughs> um, it came into me that I, this is something that I really needed to do for myself to get closer to my higher being and to get closer to the dreamscape and all these positive changes that I've made in my life just this past year with like my vegetarian lifestyle that I've started up, you know, yoga, just I'm expanding at like at a crazy rate this year. It's, it's just crazy. And I think that this, this part of the puzzle right here is quitting weed and just feeling my peer presence is something that's going to help me accelerate even faster and hone in on that dreamscape even more. So stay tuned. I haven't had a dream recently, but I'm hoping to be familiar with that sleeping dreamscape um, in the near future. And kind of just to recap how this past week has been going without having used pot all week. Um, I, I'm, I'm sitting with myself every time I feel like I'm, like something negative or I'm, I want to go do it or I'm just letting it flow right through me and I'm practicing that and I think um, uh, yoga has also taught me a lot about how to do that. I was laying in Shavasana in one of my classes the other day. It was like four, four days in at that point and I'm just laying there in this like meditative state and I start getting these like very lucid visions like in my mind they weren't thoughts they weren't thoughts they were like it was nothing even that I could remember now it was just like imagery that I could see these like lucid just imagery in my mind and I'm like wow maybe this really has something to do with the fact that I'm sitting with myself and my pure my purest energy right now so I don't know that's kind of where I'm at right now and I think it's really important especially when we're talking about addictions like this um oftentimes people want to talk about like coping their way through things and while that might be the temporary avenue for some people to help them I don't think it's necessarily the solution to the addiction problem when we cope we're distracting ourselves even further we're not letting ourselves sit there and like allow ourselves to feel so all this week while I've been having these urges I'm just like sitting with myself letting it flow through me and that right there, like, honestly, it requires so much emotional strength. And that's truly the way that you heal as a person is you let yourself feel. And I know a lot of people are on these like SSRIs and like all these different medications that are just kind of like, like muting their senses and not allowing them to really fully engage in their senses. And I think that is such a huge part of meditation and I think anything can really be a meditation when you think about it and that's really what yoga has taught me this past year is like you can meditate driving or you're holding the steering wheel what am I feeling what am I seeing what am I smelling like and just kind of like really engage all five of your senses at once and I think being able to do that and practice that you're able to be able to kind of control this dreamscape that we're living in every single day 
so much as maybe when we get into our lucid dreamscapes while we're asleep, maybe once we practice that in our everydays, it'll be a little bit easier to do that while we're in a sleeping state as well. So I don't know, that's, that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> that's awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Christina, for, for, for joining. And uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I think, I think what you're, you know, what, what you're mentioning there, even in relationship to working with cannabis is something that echoes uh, for a lot of the people who, who are going to be tuning into this, you know, for those of us who are naturally drawn into the realms of mystery and creativity and stuff like that, it's, it's quite natural for us to be able to explore the many avenues uh, in which we can experience uh, and perceive this reality, such as through altered states of consciousness. And, and, and of course, that's kind of the idea is that, you know, the conscious, the way that we are perceiving consciousness right now, the way that we are experiencing reality right now, um, you know, call it baseline, call it, uh, you know, call it normal quote unquote uh but i mean there's so many forms of non-ordinary reality and, and those those are there to be explored and and sometimes again you know with cannabis uh we'll definitely get we'll definitely talk into that because that was actually something that i was going to bring up within this broadcast as well and and again we'll go through the introductions first and i think that will be something that i'll talk about in a second but absolutely like part of the reason that i had dream recall this week uh in the first place was because i also chose to to uh withdraw from using cannabis throughout the week and and again like in the process of doing so it like yielded uh some pretty very interesting dreams that again including the one about the ayahuasca experience that i'll tell you guys about um as we keep going around so again, guys, if you're tuned into this broadcast, please feel free to share with your friends. We got about 12 people tuned in live. Uh, I'd love to, part of the objective with doing these broadcasts is to continue to invite people to get used to tuning into them live and continue to build that live viewership, that live listenership, even though a lot of people do tune in afterwards. But again, if we can uh, keep sharing this and, and let's see, let's see what we can do to be able to get the uh, YouTube viewers up to even above 20. That would be awesome. And again, that's just in inviting people to connect with this community and and to be a part of it and that's a really important part of the shift you know for for a lot of people they don't have a lot of people to talk to about these types of topics so so for all of you who who are getting value out of connecting with this digital community thank you thank you for for choosing to be here and, and let's keep rippling that inspiration forward so uh christina thank you again thumbs up and thank you for sharing and um christina was there anything else you just wanted to share within your introduction before you just pass the talking stick around a bit more go for it go ahead okay cool Perfect. Awesome. All right. So uh, we'll keep passing it around. And um, we do have two other players. We have Gary and we have Quantum Light who are in the chat. Uh, so let's just check in. Uh, Gary, if you're there, I'm just going to pull up your microphone and, and you can just, again, give a quick introduction of, of uh, just who you are, where you're from, if you want to share that and what brings you to dream class, why are dreams important to you? So Gary, if you're ready, uh, go, go ahead and, and just begin your introduction if you're there. So here, am I yeah. there? Yeah, oh. you're there. You're there. Oh, hey, you're, you're where here. Where am I? All right. <laughs> Welcome back, Gary. Go class. Hey, guys. Go ahead. <laughs> oh man, it's been a while since I've been in your room. What do you got behind you? You have like a is that a dream catcher? Oh, is that why you haven't had too many dreams? They've been catching your dreams. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, yeah, shifty, shifty people. Why am I here? Oh. Uh, uh, I'm here to shift everything to whatever I feel the color needs to change to, you know? It's like, I feel like I'm in control of myself now, so I can basically daydream everywhere. <laughs> I, you become the superhero, you become the movie character, the 
background, the foreground, everything in between, just shifting things into, you know, something visible. You know, I think I think energy is waiting to be transformed all the time, and it's just like, oh, dude, somebody's transforming a suite. <laughs> you know, it's like we're 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 shifting our minds and our energies. We're also clearing the way for you know new paint new canvas uh, if if you can walk in between both worlds you can also see that there's a lot of stuff going on upstairs in the sky and there's a lot of stuff going on even in between you and the monitor you know there could be a, a, a living organism in between you and the screen we're looking at right now and you just don't see it because it's you know we're they're energy beings and they're everywhere and I feel like as a Ghostbuster myself, I leave it to myself to shape them and get rid of them if they're bothering me. <laughs> you know, I call them yokai jin and all that, but the the energy people, the energy species, you know, they're always looking to be transformed and they're always looking to transform through us. Some call them archons, some call them like uh, other weird names, Jin, you know, Yokai or something. But there's there's just, it's overpopulated to me. <laughs> and I feel like as an exorcist, I, I have the right to uh, remain sovereign. <laughs> it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun to bend reality to the, to the will of spirit, you know? If you, I'm having a good time doing this, but you know, it's also like kind of brutal in ways. <laughs> but having to fight so much, so many invisibros, I call them. <laughs> yeah, it's like, man, I wish they would be, they would come in more clear. Like you didn't have to do drugs to see them or something, you know. <laughs> That's about, about where I'm at. I mean, I've seen a lot of crazy stuff, I've done a lot of cool stuff, and I'm still, still learning some special effects and techniques for the astral realm to feel in the body you know mm -hmm. like i like my recently i i developed a 2d to 3d projection of the the eye the eyes so when i'm looking at a just my monitor it's just regular flat monitor but i, I do this radiation therapy to the monitor i guess and it, and it, it becomes the foreground gets pushed backwards and you know everything gets pushed and it looks like you know the difference between 3d and like glasses at the movies like imax so when you when you put the 3d glasses on you notice that it's like you don't reach out and touch it sometimes and sometimes it's touching you so it, it's like that I can, I can actually fool my eyes into believing that it's 3d now just like the movies i was like holy crap i like i didn't even know i could do that <laughs> And lately it's been sticking and like, it's kind of like become, it became a natural thing, you know, to shift 2D into 3D and then it starts to animate itself even. I've been, I've been shifting a lot with the mind and it's kind of scary what I've encountered sometimes, but it's also, it's also like a learning experience for everyone who hasn't been to the astral planes and really walked it. I mean, in dreams, I learn a lot of things in my dreams really quick. And I haven't had very many dreams. I feel like there's not much left to learn or something. 
but I there's always something. There's always something in there. You just gotta be curious. You gotta be curious as to what you want out of life and what you want to see, what you want to feel. And we don't we we're powerful beings. We don't need to settle for mediocre anymore. Like we are shifters, Jedi, light guardians, and it is our destiny to be superheroes of the void. We just have to open our astral eyes. I dig it, man. I dig it. Awesome. Gary, that's a uh, beautiful. Thank you. Thank you again for joining. And um, Gary, what, Gary's been in, in, in previous stream classes. And uh, again, you know, what's beautiful about, about these broadcasts is that you can literally think of this entire project, not just this class, this class included uh, is very much, you know, this is, this is like building a, a, a global team of superheroes, a global team of light guardians, as we've already said. And so it's expected that each of us are kind of coming in with our own unique perspectives and experiences and abilities and like that's the idea you know you ask a million different people about dreams and they're all going to say a lot of different things yet they're all valuable they're all they're all like tapping into to again this this plethora of experiences that are just present and and, and awaiting us within within uh you know this this lifetime um so again you know a lot of this and, and this is stuff that gary talks about within the dream is like for those who become lucid within their dreams or, or just even understanding how that relates to this life, you begin to develop techniques for creating. Again, it's that idea of understanding within the dream space, literally anything you think of is created, be it consciously or subconsciously. So as you become conscious, as you become lucid within your dreams, you have the ability to do things far beyond just the basics and far beyond just the trivial. And you can literally, you know, create portals with your minds. You can like create vehicles, you can create techniques, you can create like things that are far beyond the the regular, you know, ways in which we would normally think about navigating this reality. So, um, uh, Gary, I'm just going to pass back to you real quick. Is there anything else you just want to say within, within this? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I know you've been talking about in the past, you were talking about like creating like your own, like astral armor and everything like that, because, oh, you yeah. know, I, I think a lot of people, again, you know, dreams are going to be different for different people, but depending on who you ask, some people will talk about how, Again, within the dream space, it's not just something that's local to our mind. Every time that we go within this dream space, how I've talked about it before as a metaphor, can almost be thought of as a form of like spiritual technology that connects us to this, oh, this internet, this collective, this yeah. collective dimensional space. And so with that idea in mind, it's the idea that, you know, this is not something local to our hardware. This is something that is a shared network uh, in which other conscious entities actually exist within. And, and though it's common to have dreams that are very local to your own server, uh, it's also accessible to be able to tap into other servers and other networks and other players yeah. and other creatures. And again, this is where it starts there getting into... Many. Yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, again, Gary, I know you've talked a lot about kind of, you know, the things that you've done within the astral realm, just as, as ideas. And, and we'll definitely get into more of that uh, as we, you know, work out through this broadcast. So, um, Gary, is there anything else you just want to say real quick before we keep passing talk and stick around though? No, I would like to throw this out there that uh, um, there's a lot, of, a lot of negativity going around this world that I seem to can't throw kunai fast enough to kill <laughs> i mean people are going nuts <laughs> everywhere and i don't understand why and i wish there was help i could give from my astral gifts giving technologies but it's it's like we can't save them all 
it's it's tough. But I, I would mm. like to also end with uh, not a bad note. <laughs> I would like to plug my website, Spiritual Cybernetics, yo. <laughs> Facebook.com. Totally, totally. Cybernetics. It's it's got a uh, it's got many inspirational pictures. I will, I'll send a link. And that's basically all I really wanted to mm-hmm. put on there is pictures for inspiration. Because the armor, to me, is you going beyond, above and beyond your inner self and carving yourself something that you can wear. I mean, I've had armors on that stuck for two months straight. It was like I didn't even have to take it off because I was happy with it. But I ended up shifting it shifting and shifting and like you know mind bending too much that it eventually just wore off the threads and i can build it again i haven't because it's like i like shifting i like shifting so it's like we can wear any suit we want at any time given the mood given the moment you you can be anybody anything you know you don't have to be just your skin or your flaws you you can be better than that you you don't have to feel anything that's not suitable for you it's it's all changeable that's that's what i love about shifting and it's this is a very good community you have and i love you guys because there's a lot i can learn and a lot i can teach you know there's many things i would like to do here with a lot of you types shifters totally man well gary thank you thank you again for 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 being here and for you know being able to share your experiences and and again like that's that's the idea is that we're all we're all learning here together so much appreciated man yeah thanks awesome awesome Sweet guys. All right. Okay, guys. So we'll, we'll just keep uh, going around the talking circle. We do have uh, one other person to introduce, and then I'll just go uh, over just some uh, overview stuff in general and uh, just some basic housekeeping, and then we'll get right into more of the conversation. And I'll tell you guys a little bit um, uh, about the dream experience that I had with the uh, the ayahuasca dream, which was interesting. So uh, uh, again, there's lot to talk about here, and and <laughs> being a real world game to help shift consciousness. This game again exists beyond the physical. And, and in the same way, we are encouraging, inviting you guys to create yourself into your character. This is this is something we've talked about in other broadcasts. A lot of what I feel this experience here on Earth is about it is about being able to to merge that three D part of ourself with that five D part of ourself. And again, the five D is just a loose way of referring to that higher self, the part of us that exists within these astral planes, the part of us that is who we are beyond just this one lifetime alone. That is who we are into the future. That is who we are within the dream space when we're creating and we're like riding dragons and we're learning alongside Merlin and we're shape shifting and we're having all these heart opening experiences that are uniquely transforming and alchemizing our soul. So um, yeah, within that idea is very much very much uh again you know like a massive online multiplayer game and and what happens when more of us start start tapping into that and what happens when more of us even again as something we'll talk about later start synchronizing on the dream space a big part of what i feel we're doing here within these topics right now is literally like getting ready for a future that is like 30 years ahead of us when more of us are actively involved with the dream space on a regular basis so you know we'll be like 
man, this world's going through a lot of stuff right now. How can we help? Oh, let's go downtown and do free hugs and create art and build conscious community and like love our neighbors and work on ourselves. That's part of it. And then the other part of it is like, hey, let's go into the dream space and go into the astral planes and like encode intention into the grid and do energy work and do light work and do, you know, gray Jedi work on the astral planes. Because again, you know, part of the idea is that anything that's happening here in the physical kind of comes in through the spiritual realms first. So what happens when more and more of us as shamans in a sense as, as skywalkers in a, in a true essence of the word are able to to do this are able to show up as cosmic citizens and show up in service not just within this physical dimension but within the astral planes as well so very very exciting idea and that is the evolution of consciousness you know we are literally waking up to our multi-dimensional potential and and again we're 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 opening up and we're expanding what it means to be human and what it means to be human is yeah you're awake in the physical and then when you go to sleep you're a badass multi-dimensional being who is learning these experiences and, and and understanding how to be able to control the dream and how to be able to learn from the dream and learn the language of the dream and know that you are the dream so very awesome, exciting stuff. And, and that's the idea. It's supposed to get hyped, get hyped boys and girls. If you guys are, if you guys are pumped about all this, drop some 11 11s in the chat on YouTube or in the comments down below, much love to you guys. And again, please feel free to share this broadcast. Let's keep passing and talking, stick around and um, we'll pass it to quantum light and uh, quantum light. I'm going to pass the talking stick over to you. So again, just who you are, where you're from and what brings you to dream class. So welcome and go right ahead. All right, so go ahead. We're just going to make sure your microphone's working okay. Uh, it's a little shallow, but go ahead and I'm just going to mute myself. Let me, uh, let me plug in. That's fine. That sounds fine right now. Go ahead. You're good. Yeah. Um, yeah. My name is Jarrell. I'm from uh, Delaware. Um, I basically uh, got into like dream time, you know, exploration, just like, experimenting with like uh, astral projection and whatnot and the one thing leads to the, to the other and then i kind of just like start websites and um really just like blog and uh record videos online um i'm an energy healer and i do intuitive coaching um my screen name means um actually fifth dimensional light um there's so much i wanted to kind of talk about you guys covered so much stuff i can't really like choose like what i want to talk about first but I guess it's like uh, 5D, like the 5D shift that's going on. Um, it's like, like, like all beings are like energy beings and like primarily like in a like primordial essence, like you exist as pure energy, like in an infinite void of space. So it's like you there, like preeminently, like you like exist like as the dream itself. It's like, day to day, you get yourself done, but like you're really, really present, like if you're really present, and you really realize that you're walking around in like a uh, in like a biological like suit of flesh, a point of awareness. Um, it's really, really lucid from there. Like as long as you're president and you can like control your mind, like you can be in a dream and out of the dream and realize that you're still dreaming, but you're just in a physical body. I mean, it's kind of crazy. I don't want to go way too deep on you guys, but it's like, um, I don't know, I'm just real passionate about this stuff. And, um, and yeah, it's, uh, 
I guess that's it. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Jarrell, thank you. Thank you again for, for joining in and, and happy to have you uh, synced up and, and yeah, we'll, we'll definitely, uh, no limits to, to the topics related to dreams. That's the beauty of it. So sweet, man. All right. Thanks again. Hey, Okay, so again, thank you everyone for, for being a part of this broadcast. Uh, we do the Dream Class broadcasts um, on a semi-regular basis. It's usually at least every other couple weeks or every three weeks. And again, part of the idea is that you get inspired by these broadcasts and we invite you and encourage you to work on the dreams within your own path, within a way that is going to work for you. And also using the fact that this dream class exists as a bit of an additional motivation to be able to develop your recall for exist, for example, to be able to work on your lucidity, to work on your astral projection, not just for yourself, but also to be able to provide it as personal documentation for what we are experiencing as a collective. Again, to be able to experience something, record it, and then bring it back as a story that you can share here within the broadcast, which I think is a very, very beautiful thing. So there's a few dreams that, um, that we'll be able to share within this broadcast. There's, there's even one from a friend of mine, uh, who I want to be able to share, which is a super interesting dream about like, um, an experience that she has like going into like a lower dimension. And she's had like a few of them, the one before the one that just happened, like hadn't happened for like years. So it's like a really uncommon thing for her and she commonly has super uh, potent dreams and uh you we've read some of her dreams before this is Lacey we're referring to um and again like she's like super really 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 interesting with her dreams so uh, i'm going to share with you like what happened in that dream when she went to a lower dimension and became lucid um so again one of the things that uh, we're also doing within this project is that we also do have the multiple teams within the paradigm shift central community so a paradigm shift central as a whole can be thought of as a conscious media production team and within that we have our various teams including animations conscious articles conscious memes mental health and one of those being the dreams team recently within the dreams team we created a forum uh, thread a thread within the forum and it's basically a place where we're inviting and encouraging people to share uh, their dreams in short form notes and so I'm just mentioning this because I want you guys to be able to know that this exists and you can find it by going to the menu and then by going to shift teams and then dream team and I'll post the links in the comments for that as well but I just want you guys to know that that's there for all you tuned in and the idea when we uh, with this thread is that it's not asking you to write like an entire, you know, paragraphs on paragraphs within your dreams, but really just focusing on like those key words, phrases, feelings, emotions, locations, energies, and then writing those and dropping them into this thread. And what's interesting is that when we start doing this over the period of like weeks and, and even years, we can start to see a collective story kind of reveal itself. Uh, one that otherwise would be remain hidden if we weren't necessarily sharing our dreams. So um, some of the dreams that I am going to talk to you about right now, I actually wrote about uh, here within this dream thread. And, um, and, and, uh, again, uh, just before, uh, before I get into before I get into that, cause I'm going to tell you guys about the ayahuasca dream. Let me just do some quick, uh, basic, just like housekeeping real quick. I just wanted to mention to you guys that as paradigm shift continues to expand, we've recently expanded our network, uh, beyond just Facebook and onto a platform called minds.com. And that's actually a place where we've actually connected with, uh, several new people, uh, even Promethean Bob Hunter, we actually connected with them through minds.com. And that's part of the idea of the object behind this is that, you know, the synchronicity of the internet is a thing in itself. And we're always going to be able to find new people and, and we want, want 
wanting to invite them back to the team is a really valuable thing. So if you're getting a little tired of Facebook or you're looking for something to explore, be sure to check out minds.com forward slash paradigm shift central. And I really recommend checking it out and we'll do our best to be able to help support you on there as well. So I just wanted to mention that. And uh, other thing is that of course, within this project it is made possible thanks to the Patreon support by the community and the Patreon support. I'll just mention real quick is the monthly micro donations by community members to be able to help support the ongoing live broadcast conscious media and just the overall backend support required to keep this project running and continue to provide awesome content for you guys and experiences and even being able to provide those who sign up for their shifter booster kit. And if you're watching the video, they got the laminated free hug signs and the shift buttons. And of course, those of you familiar with the shift buttons, they are the tools that we use to be able to help hack the matrix. Each button has conscious imagery on it and as well as the website to paradigmshiftcentral.com. So again, if you are looking to support the project and wanting to be able to help accelerate the shift where you are, then be sure to check out the Patreon. And the housekeeping within that is letting you guys know that we are currently at two out of 10 new signups for the month of October. So moving forward with the project, keeping things momentum wise and target wise, we're keeping it towards this idea of getting 10 new Patreon signups per month. And so right now we're at two out of 10. So if you guys want to help us reach that goal, then please feel free to do that as well. And for anybody who also signs up, you guys can also get your opportunity to order a light guardian crystal. And again, I'll just show you guys real quick for anybody signing up for the Patreon, you can get your light guardian crystal as a pay what you wish for a super, super affordable price of 10 to $60. So pay what you wish between 10 and 60. Uh, so those are like, that's like a new price range for those. And again, these are awesome tools and real world quest items within the game that are also used as practical meditation tools. So thank you again, everyone for tuning into that <clears throat> and for allowing me to, to share that with you. That's important. You know, that, that stuff keeps the, the gears rolling within, within the ship. So um, let's keep blasting our way through hyperspace and let's get right back into the discussion. And again, the Patreons on the website, scroll down to the bottom or patreon.com forward slash Brendan Colton links are in the info down below. And if you haven't yet create a profile on the main website for free and get involved with future broadcasts. Cool. Okay. Let's get back into this. So with the, uh, with the topic that I was just mentioning of my recent dream that I had, I'm just going to share with you guys a bit about, um, my own experience and then let this be a topic that will branch off into other topics. And then from here, it's really just, again, this is all just practice guys. This is all just practice as communication. So as we move forward from here, if you guys have something to say, either just kind of like put your hand up if you're on camera or just comment in the chat and we'll, we'll do our best to kind of mitigate the discussion and moderate it that way. And uh, again, feel free to jump in when, when you have something to say. So last weekend. Uh, I went to the psychic expo and I feel that this is kind of like where a bit of uh, leading up to the ayahuasca thing begins. And long story short at the psychic expo, I went and I got some energy healing done by a guy named David who has known me since before I even started paradigm shift or just when I was starting, uh, which was about like eight or nine years ago, almost a decade at this point. And he's a really awesome healer. A uh, very kind British man, and he does a lot of hands-on healing stuff and uses tuning forks where he'll like vibrate tuning forks and put them on different points in your body. Um, so it like kind of like vibrates and stuff like that. It's really cool. So I got the energy work done from him after that. Like that was a really meaningful experience. And, you know, you're just kind of like feeling the lightness from that. And then moving forward, 
Um, I went forward with the intention of choosing not to smoke cannabis uh, for the week. And uh, again, without having to get much into personal details and stuff like that, uh, cannabis is something that I'll use now and then. And from my own experience, absolutely, when I do use it, it does affect my dream recall. Um, That's still something like maybe there's some sort of hack where you can like still smoke cannabis and still have awesome dream recall. I'm sure that's the case for some people. But for me, not currently the case. Again, maybe there's a way I can change that. But I definitely know that when I don't smoke cannabis within a 24 hour period, my dreams are definitely, they feel longer. Like that is one of the noticeable things is that like, I'll be dreaming and opposed to it just be like me waking up and kind of having a vague recall. It'll be like me waking up and it felt like I was somewhere for, you know, hours and hours and hours, um, which again is like a very real thing within the dream space because time is a, you know, time is a different thing within the dream space. And that's why it kind of works that way because within the fifth dimension, you're kind of outside the normal limits of time. So again, that's why like a five hour dream could feel like 20 hours, so to speak. It's all relative, right? So within this dream, uh, within the dream, I had an experience that was basically an ayahuasca experience. And how do I know that it was an ayahuasca experience is because that was actually the narrative within the story. Now within the story, and this is something I'm going to talk about, about the power of story within dreams and within this reality is so key. So this is what happened within the dream real quick. Uh, it was like some sort of ceremony. There was a bunch of other people in a room and I was like sitting down and we were kind of sitting in a circle or a square and the ayahuasca was provided and there was like a person who was introducing it and they were talking about it and then they provided it not necessarily as a tea. And again, I I presume everyone who listens to this has some familiarity with ayahuasca. You know, it's a brew native to to the Amazons and it is drinking as a tea. It comes from like the barks of, of the, of the tree that has the, the, the native DMT within it. And then it's extracted. And then the DMT is slowly released through the body, which again is activating the DMT that is already part of our body that is already a part of us. Um, and it basically opens up the third eye and and you have this five hour long, uh, psychedelic experience, um, within the mind space and visually, uh, by looking out on the world as well. So within this dream, the DMT wasn't provided in a, in a drink, in a tea, but rather it was provided in some form of bread. It was almost as if it was like pieces of like a pita bread that were like broken off and given to us. And then there was like another form of it that was almost like, like a kind of like a ball of like, kind of like bubbly bread kind of thing. And this was kind of interesting because this like afterwards reminded me of the concept of like Soma, um, which is like something that was used as, as like a, a psychedelic as well, where you would get like sort of like the, I'm not an expert on this, but I know it had something to do with the bread and something to do with the yeast and something to do with like that process back in the day, people would use it and it would be like a psychedelic in itself. Um, So again, just eating the the thing that happened here is that someone introduced that this was ayahuasca. I ate the substance and then time continued to pass on within the dream. And then what actually ended up happening is that visuals began to activate within my dream space. And so this was the really cool thing is that I feel that it is through the power of the narrative that actually led this to happen. Because I've had this theory, and this is kind of what I was saying, that this dream kind of like validated in a way a certain theory that I've had. In other dreams, I have I have had dreams before where I've like experienced like DMT and like LSD and mushrooms in my dreams, but for some reason, like, like it never like fully got into the experience, like something would change in the dream or something like that. But within this case, uh, it, it, I was able to sit there 
and it was and and basically when i looked up at the ceiling this is like the 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 kicker part that was really cool that kind of like validated for me that i was like okay something's happening here um i basically saw this is the best way i can describe it a tapestry of golden snakes so which again you know is very ayahuasca like um now maybe that's just because i've seen videos about what ayahuasca looks like but at the same time like having had my own experiences with dmt and stuff like that i know that these experiences are are already there and they're not just something that you need to see in order to incorporate into your imagination because these are experiences that are actually dormant and a part of our human experiences that we all of us have experienced beyond just this lifetime you know if, if, if you're a soul if you've lived and died you've had a DMT experience, you know, and again, every night when we dream, that is our brain naturally producing DMT and DMT in a very simple way, you know, is kind of like this, this uh, lubricant for a spiritual portal it is kind of one way I, I, I somewhat describe it, you know, DMT like isn't the portal. The third eye is the portal. The body is the portal. And then like DMT kind of like lubricates the portal. It like activates the stargate. It allows these higher dimensional visions to become accessible. It pulls back the veil. So again, that's why with ayahuasca, you start like seeing reality as it is. And kind of even what Gary was talking about, you know, this reality, there's no such thing as empty space. We're in an ocean of energy. Psychedelics are helping They're tools. Again, they're medicines to help us see this. So within my dream, I started having these visuals and then this was the interesting part. Like I'm kind of, I'm not embarrassed to say this, but it's just kind of funny. Um, I, I kind of began to like somewhat wake up. And the reason was, is because I had to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, and it was kind of like, just like unfortunate. Cause I was just like, oh man, like I knew I was half in the dream and I was like half like needing to go to the bathroom. And I'm just like, maybe I'll just ignore it. Maybe I'll just like uh, maybe it'll just, you know, like, I just got to stay in this. And then eventually it just kind of got to the point where it's just like, all right, I just got to go to the bathroom. Right. So then I just like got up and go to the bathroom. Um, keep, keep pro tip. Uh, never urinate in your dreams. Just, just don't do that. <laughs> it's just like a 90% chance that something will go horribly wrong unless it's, who knows, maybe there's a lesson in that too. So anyways, um, I woke up from that, but again, like that, that environment and the space and those visuals that I saw that, that tapestry of golden snakes was very powerful. And then I tried to go back into the dream with that intention. And what ended up happening, long story short, is that when I went back into the dream, I ended up telling somebody else in my next dream about the previous dream. I was like, yeah, man, I just came out of this dream and this was happening. And I wasn't like lucid, lucid at this point. Um, none of this was like lucid, but it was like very, to a degree it was lucid. You know, I was just like, well, okay, this is happening. Um, so again, it was just kind of interesting. And then when I told this person about this dream, it re-triggered some of the visuals as I was talking to them. So again, long story short, I'm going to pass the talking stick around right now. Uh, as soon as I finish this is that I feel within this experience as conscious beings, as holographic universe, that story is far more powerful than we have been led to believe. And that when you lead someone through a story, it creates the narrative that basically functions as a program that runs an execution that runs, this is like kind of using programming terminology that runs an EXE program that activates a new sequence. So like within your dream, in order to experience like ayahuasca, 
it helps when you have a story that leads you towards that experience activating within yourself. And that's kind of the idea is that like this ayahuasca experience, like it's something that's already within us. Um, so again, you know, like, and, and this is kind of parallel. It's just, if you were to totally convince someone, if you were to give them a glass of water and tell them there's LSD in it and they a hundred percent believed you, could that act actually activate a real LSD experience? Um, maybe there's, you know, like maybe, maybe not, but maybe it could open up something. Maybe it could literally like bring the mind to open up something, you know, again, it's kind of when, you know, when you, when you like, even like when you like smoke weed or something like that, like what if you could trick yourself into thinking you were smoking weed and then it activates the program of like high.exe or something like that. It's kind of similar. Again, these are just kind of theoretical ideas, but having that dream with the ayahuasca kind of in some way validated that, yes, this is possible to be able to experience these psychedelic states within our dreams um, through the power of narrative and through the power of story. And again, that parallels to like a lot of other stuff that we've done within this project, within our guided meditations. Uh, if you haven't checked out of the guided meditations, check those out because those are like guided meditations that will lead you through psychedelic experiences. And what make the psychedelic experiences even more potent is literally the story that I walk you through, through the guided meditation. So uh, check out the journey of the wolf meditation if you haven't checked it out yet. And a couple of the other ones as well. So again, there's a lot of other, you don't just have to work with a psychedelic medicine within your dream to be able to experience these psychedelic states. They can happen through any form of narrative. Um, you know, you can like see a, see a UFO in your dream and it can like shine a light on you. And then you can like blast yourself through a psychedelic portal. Um, there's lots of different ways, but again, just wanted to be able to share with that with you guys. Uh, there's a few other dreams that I had. Um, there's like, I'm just kind of reading here. Uh, ta -ta 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 -ta. What were some other ones that I had? Um, um, yeah, there's stuff that was like related with like a, oh yeah, there was like a Star Wars battle that I was in. That was like a lot like a video game and stuff like that. And I like stole a speeder bike. That was kind of fun. Uh, another dream that I have, and I'll just share this real quick. Uh, a friend of mine actually gave me like, a 5d version of a triforce like it was it was like this like golden triforce that kind of like looked like it was like a hyper triforce and it had like a circle around it and it was gold and they gave it to me that was really powerful as well um i had another dream where i was like hulk and i was like jumping around kind of like that and there was like people like looking at me and i had another dream where i was like wearing like my mystic spider-man suit and and that was like kind of a cool thing because it's like the mystic Spider-Man part of myself is like being created in both realities. Uh, that's a thing. If you haven't checked it out, it's on my YouTube. It's where I dress up as Spider-Man and do free hugs and stuff, activating the superhero within. So anyways, I'm not going to get into those other dreams. Going back to the idea of the ayahuasca, I just kind of want to open up that discussion and invite other people to be able to share. And thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I know that was a little bit long, but inviting you guys to share. Have you guys had similar experiences? Have you guys had quote unquote psychedelic experiences within your dreams? Have you guys done mushrooms in your dreams? Have you guys like had something similar? I'm just, I'm asking because I'm curious. I'm asking because I want to be able to document this as a collective to get a better idea of what is actually possible within the stream space. And again, part of the reason that made this possible for me was the idea that I wasn't smoking cannabis, not smoking cannabis allowed these dreams to be available. And I think when you like make that choice, the universe recognizes and it's like, Oh, like you made a harder choice for yourself. Here's a bit of a gift. You know, here's where we recognize this. Here's an experience that, that is valuable. Um, so, uh, who, who would like to uh, share anything, uh, related to that? Uh, again, I, I just kind of got you guys on mute. So I'm just going to kind of pull up, um, does anybody, does anybody want to share? 
Jared, go. Okay, yeah, I'm just gonna double check your microphone. Christine. What you're saying. Okay, go ahead, Jared. Can you hear me? Yeah, it, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll just keep it kind of. Not... I want to add on to your placebo effect that you're talking about with hallucinogenics and uh, even mind altering aspects. That it is actually real. There's studies done even people wiping leaves on themselves and being told it's poison ivy and breaking out with poison ivy. And the same thing with marijuana, LSD, and all those other things. Of course, it's a niche little area, but it definitely happens. And if they say actually the mind will trace those steps that you actually go down that river with smoking to get to the alpha phase or hypnosis or self-hypnosis, which is kind of key. But most of us get so lazy and just want to smoke and get right to alpha, which then gets us information. So I wanted to add on to that as well. And we can get into the other things, but Christine has been waiting for me. I'll let her talk. Cool. Word, word. Thank you. Thank you, Jared. And, and, and yeah, and thank you for, again, you know, the calling it the placebo effect. Uh, I, I think is, again, another way of talking about the idea that the mind is more powerful than we realize. So um, the mind is creating this dream right now. So what are you creating? So and where and where can you get without a substance, right? Where can you get just with your breath and your imagination and uh, directing your consciousness in that way? So, um, okay, I'll pass it to Christina. Uh, sorry, Jared, did you just want to say one more thing? One more thing, yeah, because I'm all about the mind the drugs. I mean, if you do it, then you can help trace that way of doing it, but it, you can do it all without it. Going through the dreams, activating things, self-hypnosis, hypnosis. Cryon has a lot of good information. I've been ripping through his videos lately. He's going into a lot of things I suggest intuitively, checking out some of his work. Fascinating. Mm -hmm. That man already knows and letting everyone know about. I'll let you Word. pass it over. Word. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Jared. Yeah. And, and, and again, I think you're right. Again, you know, these, these medicines, these allies, as I often refer to them, uh, they, they help us, they, they help us see the path. And, and then from there, we, we learn how to walk it without them. So um, uh, is one way of kind of thinking about it. There's a lot of metaphors. So uh, Christina, I'll, I'll pass the microphone over, over to you. So Christina, when you're ready, go ahead. Yeah, like something just went off in my head when you started talking about storytelling. I've been kind of like working on myself with a little bit of like an anxiety thing, like an anxiety disorder that I have. And, and what I'm coming to realize is that half the time when I'm anxious, it's me and my mind telling stories and how powerful storytelling in your mind is to manifestation. You start telling yourself stories in your head for so long, it actually manifests. And I think like, I don't know. I don't really know where I'm going with that, but I, I just like kind of made that connection of like storytelling in your mind and then like manifestation. I don't know. Can somebody help me <laughs> with that? <laughs> I think, I, yeah, absolutely. I, I, again, you know, like the, the way that we see storytelling uh, play out within the dreams is, is again, very relevant to the story, the way stories affect our waking reality. So it's, it's it basically, it, it all goes back to the idea that as you think, so shall you become. And, and we do that. We underestimate the mind. So uh, like what happens when, when like, say, you know, you're just like, I want to be a ninja or something like that. You don't need to wait for someone else to tell you you're a ninja to be a ninja. What if you start waking up every day and you start living what it means to be a ninja for you and then you slowly become this and 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 so again you know like it's it's being able to acknowledge the stories that we're telling ourselves being able to acknowledge that they're stories in the first place and then choosing to to shift those stories again you know shift those paradigms in, in that sense um 
but yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot on there, Christina, and we'll see what others have to say, but go ahead. Is there anything more that you just wanted to say on that? I don't know. The power of thought is, is amazing. I think like you can, you can change like the, the trajectory of like any situation by your thoughts. Like, honestly, you know what I mean? Like you, if you can have one path going and your thoughts can change the way everything is going to go. Right. Just changing, changing the story. It changes the outcome. Totally. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. And again, you know, like, that's why, like, what we're doing here, we're creating like a meta story, we're creating an overarching story. And, you know, again, part of that story very simply is this like resurgence of of the modern day light guardians and Jedis and and having a badass team and allowing that inspiration to be part of the collective. So that, you know, it's it's why we came here as soul to be able to help each other. So um, yeah, definitely. Um, Jared, Jared, you want to say something and then we'll, we'll pass it uh, one second. Let me just go, go ahead. There's no, you're saying you're anxious. Anxious means your mind's in the future. When you're depressed, your mind's in the past. Mm. When you're present, the moment, you enjoy the gift. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, Christina. Thanks, Jared. I, one more time, Jared. I, Jared, yeah, or I can relay it, Jared. Right, I'll, I'll, I'll get closer to the mic. Go ahead. When your mind is in the future, you're going to be anxious. When your mind is in the past, you're going to be depressed. So these are little mental notations where we are. Your emotions control which direction we're going for our GPS. I call it guiding people's souls. GPS because we got our own. So when our emotions tell us, you know, that's all feel right. That means turn the fuck around. And when you got that smile on your face, you're in the right direction. So you just chase your smile. So this helps lead our way through our own paradigm to shift in the direction that we want. So when you visualize, whatever you visualize will come about. And then you'll get little things coming into your life as you manifest it, if you will, to test that's really what you wanted. Or did someone else put that notion in your head and then you visualize it and then you attracted it, but it's not really to your core desires, to your core being, what you are, what you want. Because a lot of times our tribes help us manifest things that we really don't want. So it's sorting through these things with our mental games. Visualize the key. There's no sub narration at all that literally says, Hey, I want that, I don't want that. What you visualize is a message to our angels, our guides, aliens, whatever the hell you want to call them. Try and get into the, the other side of the veil pretty well. And it's pretty fascinating to know that they're working on our behalf. We've got to kind of get ourselves out of the way. So if you're really feeling anxious, if your mind is going 240 that way if i know the feeling trust me <laughs> no but gotta be in the present moment enjoy the gift each day unwrap it and see what what it brings you know look for the silver lining and everything things go all twisted and wrong just bring out the penguins from that adapter smile and wave smile and wave boy that's it works for me all the time <laughs> okay. all right cool thanks thanks jared christina we'll, we'll pass it pass it back to you yeah, that's that's totally awesome. I've I've thought about that over my like self-reflection that like whenever you are anxious, you're you're not present. You're either thinking about something that's like already happened or thinking about something that has yet to happen and telling yourself stories about it. So I like that how you said about depressed means you're in the past and anxious means you're too far ahead. And 
it's just like it's a lack of presence really and it's about like really being present and allowing your emotions to flow right through you without judgment <laughs> jared jared one second i'm just gonna pull up your microphone real quick go ahead people like ourselves it's good to talk it out because it's going to be in your head you know so you got to get it out we call it venting whatever you want but you'll attract people like us to help facilitate these things out versus in and then you can randomly pick and choose which ones you want or try to make sense of it mm -hmm. i find that key too don't just let it go and be in the present because that's where you are you know you got to dig deep into your core being and who you are and credit they be you're happening for a reason mm -hmm. that's part of you and why you're here. maybe it is to work together to make things happen and then go back and forth mm -hmm. word totally totally yeah and, and again you know that's that's part of the value of community when we can you know re reflect these ideas back and have these discussions just to be able to process there's a lot there's a lot for us to process um okay i i want to be able to just keep passing the topics around christina is there anything else you just want to say here and then uh, we'll, we'll just keep i want to check in with a couple other people and we'll get back to jared and everyone else in a second um christina is there anything else you want to say at the moment dream wise and so far Go go ahead, Christine. You could pass it on to somebody else. I'm actually okay. going to have to head out in a few minutes. So. Okay. Thank all you right. so much for having me though today. You guys are really awesome, and I'm I'm super grateful to be all of your presence. Awesome. Well, thank 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 you again for joining. And and if you want to say uh, another farewell before you head out, just let us know. But but otherwise, it was, it was you know honor having you here. So. Sure. Thank awesome. you so much. Awesome. Sweet. All right. Um, okay. I, I did just want to check in because I was kind of reading the comments in the chat. Um, not to put them on the spot, but I just wanted to generally ask them a question. Uh, Hunter, uh, I'm, I'm just kind of curious uh, if, you, if there's anything that you feel that you want to share going back to the idea of, you know, like uh, having psychedelic experiences within dreams or again just kind of like sharing a little bit about what some of uh you know what is possible within within the dreams and a little bit later on the show guys uh we'll get more into some practical tips as well that's always something that we want to have in this broadcast and uh there may be some stuff from one of the books that i'll, I'll read for you guys a little bit um but hunter i'm just curious and and you know if you just want to pass it that's fine but if there's anything you want to share um please feel free to to do so go ahead dude uh, sure. Um, I guess, you know, just in terms of like what's possible, I mean, it's, it's really kind of up to your, your imagination. I think anything that you really want to seek out, you know, if you have any sort of questions going into, you know, whether it's lucid dreaming, astral projection or meditation, um, you know, if you have a question or something that you're sort of aiming towards, uh, as you go into it, um, I've, I've yet to come out without something. Um, and um, I guess, you know, also kind of in terms of anxiety, and um, this kind of leads into uh, at least sort of how I uh, go about initiating a lot of these experiences is um, with a, a process called entrainment, which is um, where effectively you're kind of matching the, the rhythm of your heart with the rhythm of your breath. And you do that through breath control, or at least that's how I've sort of learned to get there. And um, what I found is that once you sort of go into these sort of rhythmic states and you have just a sort of steady breath and you can start to feel your heartbeat uh, more and more and more to the point where it starts pulsing throughout your whole body. And um, once, once I get into those states, I mean, that's really where things start to turn on. 
And um, I use the same sort of techniques for anxiety too. You know, just, it's kind of like the old saying goes, you know, if you feel anxious, just take a really deep breath. And if you think about it, I mean, your heart, if it's beating out of control, that's what happens when you have anxiety and your heartbeat goes up. But when you take a deep breath, your lungs are kind of like, they, they literally surround your heart. So when they fill up, it's like they're, it's like a, like a hand reaching out and grabbing your heart and just telling it to, to hold on, to be still. And like, I guess that's my access point for dealing with anxiety. And it's also my, uh, the, I guess the first initial step to sort of getting into these states of consciousness. And, uh, you know, in terms of, you know, feeling, uh, I guess different, you know, whether it's cannabis, LSD, mushrooms, um, experiencing those sorts of things in the dream world uh I've, I've had those experiences a lot and um it's i i don't really have like a concrete method of, of achieving that it's always just been something that's kind of it either happens or it doesn't but um yeah not really sure to go uh, go from there but yeah yeah that, no that's that's good man and Again, you know, like it's kind of interesting because I feel like dreams are always going to kind of be this this mix of 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 like us projecting, but also us receiving. So I mean, you know, like you might go in with the intention of being like, like I I don't know. I mean, maybe some people have the opportunity lucid wise to fully just like actualize a hundred percent of the time. But you know, if you were to just go in and be like tonight, I'm going to go into my dream and experience something super psychedelic uh, and, you know, like have like a, you know, eat some magic mushrooms in my dream and go on a magical journey and go through portals and connect with some elves and stuff. And you might have that intention. And then at the same time, the universe will be like, be like, that's cool. Like I hear you, but like, but not, not just yet, you know, like not, not right now. Like it seems, this is something we've kind of talked about before. It's like, there's almost like this kind of behind the scenes director that that is playing a role within our dream experience which in some ways is also us so i mean you know maybe you might go in with that intention this is a very interesting idea right you might go into your dream with that intention but maybe it won't actually actualize uh for for like weeks or even years ahead of time you just kind of put that that like here's what i want to create and the universe is like note taken now just be patient and it will come around when the time is right for you so um i yeah, Hunter, uh, just, I don't know if there's anything else you, you just wanted to share on that or if there is any, like, you know, like maybe you just want to practice sharing any stories behind some psychedelic type experiences that you felt or, or, or that you've had, or again, yeah, specifically maybe what they felt like. I, again, I know like within my ayahuasca experience, yeah, like it was very like heart opening. It was very like reverent, reverent, like uh, just like awe. It was, it, you know, it was just awe and it was just kind of like gratitude in that moment. It was just like, wow, okay, you know, like this is something that is very, very special to be able to be seeing this. And again, not just seeing it as if you're like watching a movie screen, but to be seeing it as like you, as like an extension of yourself. And it's just like, oh, that tapestry of golden snakes. Like that's, that's us, man. That's us. So um, Hunter, is there anything else you want to add? <laughs> So um, I mean, I could probably go on for, for days just in terms of, you know, various experiences yeah. that I've had. Um, I mean, I think really the best advice that I, I could give to anybody who's trying to actively seek these sorts of experiences is uh, to, first of all, go in with an attention or a question. Um, and, you know, you might not find like a direct answer to it, but 
it's something you can't really force. You do kind of have to surrender to it to like a, to some extent, but it's particularly with lucid dreaming. Once you're there, there is like a sort of element of control where you sort of can step in because you are conscious. Um, that being said, there's going to be a lot of stuff that's going to come at you. That's going to be totally unfamiliar, totally unfor totally foreign and unlike anything you've ever really experienced before. And, um, I mean, I think the best piece of advice that I could give to anybody is to just sort of just step back and be a passive observer. Uh, no, I think, I think that's a, that's a good way uh, of doing it. It's just kind of, um, yeah, it's a, and again, this is kind of reflective of how to manifest within this reality in general, where it's basically that idea of like, of, you know, setting your intention, projecting it, and then letting go, you know, letting go of how you receive it kind of thing. Um, that that's one thing. Cause again, you know, I think, uh, the dream space is a very humbling thing and, and, and to just go in with like this idea of like authoritarian aggressiveness and stuff like that. The, if that's the case, like the universe might be like, Hey, okay, if this guy needs to, you know, get like humbled. This person needs to be humbled a bit. So, um, yeah, it's developing like a very intimate and, and, respectful relationship with the dream i feel that's the thing right and and even to be able to you know with your dreams you know if you're if you're creating your dreams um a lot of people could just use their dreams for like lower carnal satisfaction uh and and that's they that's the thing they can they can do that but there's so much more there's so much more to to be experienced uh, from dreams so again i think dreams read your intentions and and again they are an echo for for kind of like what it is that you're holding on to within your heart so uh go in with the most modest and grateful intentions as you can like you know even as you go to sleep just be like create your own little ceremony slash prayer if you want to call it that and just be you know just like i thank the universe i thank myself for the dreams that i'm about to have tonight you know like it, it's so simple and it's so like some people just be like that's stupid that's not going to make a difference but sometimes like literally just like using those words casting those spells can make a difference um this is a very multi-dimensional reality and it's much more flexible than than we've been led to believe and again that's part of the reason why we're having these broadcasts because there's like little like tips and tricks within this reality within this game and, and we're trying to like access the console command so we can give you guys more of the codes so um hunter is there anything else you want to say at this moment we'll just pass the talk and stick around or any uh even any practical tips that you might just want to share in this moment other than what you've already shared um i definitely think that what you just said about you know creating an intention i mean our words are so powerful and even just the very act of saying something is, is kind of like the first step in making it real. And, um, you know, in terms of surrendering, you know, one of the things that I've experienced a lot uh, with these experiences is after the sort of like the process of entrainment, there's usually this moment where I, I, I slip into it and I, you sort of experience this feeling of vertigo, like you're falling. And I don't know if you've ever had these experiences in your dreams, but the natural ten, um, tendency that I have is to sort of like wake up like gasping for air and like grabbing on, making sure I'm not falling. But that's like the moment where you take off and letting go and, and accepting that and just sort of letting it happen is, is like one of the hardest steps that I've had to go through. But that's for me, that's really where this sort of stuff really takes off. 
Totally, totally. Yeah. And, and again, you know, like that's a, that's another branch into the topic of just kind of like being able to be conscious of, of those sensations that we experience as humans when we start to realize that, you know, we are more than a physical body. Cause like, yeah, that like shifting gravity as you're falling asleep, that can really psych people out. Um, that's like from a scientific quote unquote perspective, that's like your like soul or spirit kind of like shifting beyond your physical dimension. Uh, if that's one way you want to think about it, but yeah, it's definitely sort of there as a, it's like the natural sensation of like the, the transition process between physical and, you know, consciousness existing outside the body. Um, but yeah, just knowing that that's like a thing. Uh, Christina, did you want to, did you want to say anything before you head out, even just any gratitude or just, uh, messages for the team and, and we'll see you again in the future. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys so much for having me here again. Like I said, I think it's just amazing that we all just so happen to find ourselves right here, right now in this Google Hangout with the same mission. I think that's just super beautiful and it's just a miracle in and of itself. So you guys are awesome and um, I'm, I'm going to hope to be on the next one too because this is really cool and you guys helped me connect a lot of things in my mind and it's, it's a work in progress, you know, when you get a spark and you're like, wait a minute, like, I'm connecting something here. I'm going to connect it there. And you just start putting piece, puzzle pieces together. And it's awesome. And I love you guys. That's all. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Christina. Thank you so much. And, and, and absolutely, I think, I think what you said there is great. It's about connecting the puzzle pieces. So all the best. And let's keep building, building that bigger picture. So yeah, Christina, I'm going to drop my Facebook link. Okay, perfect. Something to share with me. So, and then, yeah. Perfect. And, and again, for, for, for Christina and for anybody else in this broadcast, we'll make sure to include their contact info into the show notes after the broadcast. So if you hear someone, and you're like, Hey, I want to connect with them. I want to check out their channels. Uh, you know, I want to learn more about them. Then be sure to check out the show notes, which are posted the day after the broadcast. And those are in the YouTube info and also on the main website again under the broadcast first over fifth so um christina thank you again all right guys let's keep uh, jumping around so again there's a lot to talk about and obviously within a few hours we'll not be able to talk about everything but that's why we do this class time and time again uh we'll get more into the idea of like share dream experiences but i want to be able to hear a little bit more about um what you guys uh want to talk about within dream class so i uh, we can go back to the idea of like you know kind of having uh I use the term psychedelic, not just in the terms of like entheogens, but psychedelic is kind of a term that is basically like seeing the godness around you kind of thing, you know, like psyche and Delos, uh, you know, like mind, self and godness type thing is kind of one way how you can break down like psychedelic, uh, so to speak. But uh, yeah, so again, you know, you can psychedelic experience, you can have like a psychedelic, a psychedelic experience in your dream could be like seeing a freaking UFO or seeing a portal or just like, really have those kind of like unusual things where it's just like, Oh, my God, this is like, so incredibly like, awe inspiring and everything like that. I love being able to hear about those. So this is kind of a open ended invitation if anybody has stories share about that. Um, I just want to be able to check in. I think uh, Jarrell, I know you've uh, kind of been jumping in and out, but I just feel that you would have something to share on this. And I know there's a couple other people and I know we do actually have uh, uh, Derek and uh, Austin who've also joined and we'll get the mic over to you guys as well. Um, and guys, just let me know in the comments if you specifically have something you want to share and I'll be able to pass the talking stick over to you. Um, so uh, Jarrell, I'm just going to pull up your microphone uh, for, for what you've heard of the conversation. If there's anything you want to add Add, uh, please feel free to, to do so so uh go go ahead when you're ready man i'm just gonna try and pull up your microphone if you're Jarell, are you are you there 
quantum light. Um, let's give it a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah cool. go. All right, yeah. Go ahead. I have a couple. Things. Yeah. Um, thanks for having me again. Um, yeah, man. Like, um, it's really just kind of like understanding that, um, like when you're in a dream space, like you're kind of just like a vibration, just like a vibrational like tone of energy of like your personality. And like when you can kind of just like breathe, like you breathe normally, like if you do meditation and you kind of just like breathe from the heart and you kind of have gotten that down, um, you can just like explore dream states. Like you're just like walking around a store, just like in observer mode. And you realize that like, there's like, um, like specific items and there's like, you know, a shiny lacquer on like shelves and like the lights have a specific like photonic resonance to it. And if you go deeper, like you talk to the people and you realize that people like they're either like, like actual people or they're like kind of just like an overlay of like a subconscious program or something. But it's like um, really a lot of it has to do with like your, your awareness of where you're at like day to day. So um, I think you're talking about Ayahuasca and um, like, like cannabis, like experimentation. And um, that differs from like person to person, like just from what I've seen. Um, I used to experiment with cannabis. And when I would do that, um, my vision would turn on holographically, like when like I'm still awake and I start to be able to see beings just like chilling, like, like in my walls, just like faces of like, like random, like fourth dimensional beings. And I could basically like commune with them like telepathically. And um, I don't know, it's like, um, it's like, if you understand that the entire universe is just like a holographic construct and your physical body is made out of the same geometry as the universe, then like you come awake in the dream while you're awake. And um, I don't know, that's something that I'm passionate about, something that I'm constantly like learning and feeding my brain about and just like, embodying. Um, I really like learning about the third eye and just like understanding that like it's a stargate like you you're literally sitting you're in a body and your body is a dimensional diving suit like you're literally like in like the middle of void space and like the reason why you can't see with your third eye is just because there's so much pressure like pushing onto like your your third eyes like you haven't spun out the torosia field within it and when you can spin that inside out you get screen you get the you get the you get the third eye screen where you can interact with beings i've only had that like, like a couple times but it's pretty cool to like get up and then interact and see that you're actually in a holographic construct but um, yeah there's there's like a lot also that's like available to like explore like if you do like tai chi and then you have like you're talking about like programs to like execute in dreams if you start doing the Tai Chi when you realize you're lucid in a dream, like you shoot lightning out of your hands, you start flying, like it, it's crazy, man. It's like, um, I kind of like pretend like when I'm in a dream, like my body is like, an, like a biological Iron Man suit. Then I could just shoot straight up my stream, portal out the dream, right? This is what happened like two nights ago. I portal out the dream, and as I'm leaving like the fourth dimension, I look down and it's just a, it's just a, a, like a blue marble earth surrounded by a black hole. 
and then I'm shooting up like the cabal, like the tree of life. And then I'm up and then I'm just like back to where I am, like when my eyes are closed, like when I'm just chilling, like, like normal, like while I'm awake. So um, it gets really lucid, like when you understand that, like every, everything's connected, like when you're in a dream, everything's connected, man. And um, I, I don't know, I'm just passionate about it. I, I blog about this on my blog and I do videos about this stuff too. Yeah, dude, that's awesome, man. Being able to share those experiences are, are again, super valuable just because they give us those that, that extra insight of like what is possible. And, and that definitely helps fuel the imagination. So, you know, at some point someone might sort of get into that space where they're like, oh, sweet, I'm going to put on my dream like mech armor and, and blast myself like through another dimension and stuff like that. Um, yeah, man, I, I, I'm just kind of curious uh, from, from your own experience uh, within dreams and everything like that. Uh, what are some other practical tips that you'd be able to suggest people? Obviously one of the ones that we've mentioned so far, uh, it, again, is being aware of how cannabis is going to affect your dream recall. So for anybody who's listening to this and they're just like, I don't remember my dreams but I smoke weed every day. Um, there's a relationship between that. Presumably, most likely it's going to be different for everyone, but definitely try it for yourself and see what happens. And then again, you know, like writing down your dreams, keeping a dream journal, keeping point form notes, that's always going to be a pro tip. Uh, diet is going to be another thing. Uh, cultivation of sexual energy is going to be another thing. Those are some of the, the basic uh, core basic uh, tips that we're going to mention basically in every single broadcast. Um, and again, meditation, mindfulness, reality checks. But uh, Jarell, uh, any any other expansion either on any of those or just uh, your own sort of um, suggestion on practical tips again you know maybe for people who who are even just beginning to to delve into the realm of of dream practice yeah um i know i, I watch these broadcasts and i kind of just kind of like see like people talk about stuff and it kind of gets repeated so i'm gonna just repeat like what i've heard because it works um recording your dreams and like getting in the habit of like understanding that um, when you recall what you experience, you're going to be able to understand that while, while you're dreaming it, you're going to remember it. You're like, oh, okay, this is happening. Oh, I'm going to remember this. Like when this happens, like um, meaning like, I'm going to remember this when I start like recording it. And then I'm going to, you know, uh, start the perpetual motion of like, uh, knowing that it's happening and I'm simultaneously there while I'm there. And then like, um, there gets funny, you start messing like with the dream characters. Like, like I have like a little dictator, like recorder thing. I like take that out in a dream that <laughs> I start like dictating like what the characters are doing. And then it's just like, oh man, like, like what is this guy doing? Like, it's crazy, man. Like just like understanding um, your breath really. Um, just breathing from the heart, like when you do that, um, and you're calm. You can you can even do like binaural beats, like before you go to bed. Um, that gets your mind clear, really. And um, I use like organite. I put organite under my bed. When I do that, my my dream clarity shot way up. Um, you can use like organite plates um, with like the little spirals on top of them. Put them like like under your bed, like under your mattress. And um, that charge gives you like a piezoelectric charge in like your physical body and like your energy level shoots up. Um, another practice I did when I first started was um, Kundalini. I would do Kundalini uh, for like five minutes and then I do um, just like 
a light pill activation for five minutes and then lay down. Um, you know, that's if you if you're real serious, like, like you want to like really enhance um, your energy and like blow open like the doors of your mind. And um, but simple like simple stuff. Just what I would really just recommend, just like a just like an organized plate under the matches that uh, that'll boost anybody's dream recall. And you can find you can find those on like Etsy.com like 30 bucks and that's it cool cool man sweet i yeah again and and you know there's lots of different tools and stuff to be able to to use to to help you within your dreams be it you know like again putting like crystals underneath your bed organite underneath your bed something nearby you uh putting your phone and your electronics farther away from you is going to be uh, advisable don't check your phone in the middle of the night that's going to mess up uh like literally the chemicals within your brain that help us get into those deep REM states like as soon as you wake up in the middle of the night and you look at your phone it convinces your brain that it's daytime and then it like flushes out the chemicals and then you'll fall asleep and it'll just be you know like it won't be like a deep dream type thing um so i mean those again you know just simple tips um yeah. And uh, again, just being able to create like a ceremony before going to bed uh, is definitely something like really relaxing and really like getting excited. I was like approaching every night as you go to sleep as like a ceremony, as like a sacred psychedelic ceremony in that sense. Um, doing that is not just something for yourself, but it's sending out a message to the universe. And then again, you know, that fifth dimensional director part of yourself will, will start to gently pass things to you when, when you're ready to receive them type thing. So um, yeah, again, guys, that's the exciting thing about dreams is that we're learning here in, in the third dimension, but we are learning here in the fifth dimension. And as citizens of the cosmos, as students of the universe, we want to be able to to be able to pay attention in class. So again, that's part of the idea. And when we do that, then we'll be able to uh, pass the test. And then when we do that, we'll be able to graduate. When we do that, we'll be able to level up and, and unlock new gear and abilities. So um, uh, Jarrell, thank you. Thank you again. Uh, we'll pass the talking stick to you a little bit later as we keep bouncing around. Um, I'm going to check in. I want to see if uh, Derek, uh, who is in the chat, who recently joined, I'm going to see if uh, if they have something to share. They've been chatting in the chat. Um, and then uh, Austin, if you have anything to share, we can pass it over to you uh, next as well. So uh, Derek, let's just do a, a microphone check real quick. Uh, welcome to Dream Class. You want to just say hello real quick? Check your microphone. So just uh, unmute on your end if you haven't yet. There we go. Hello, hello, hello. All right. Okay, cool. We can hear you, man. Cool. All right. So so again, man, um, just in terms of basic instruction, you can just say who you are. Uh, and, and really at this point, you know, there's been enough topics going on. I'll just let you kind of like jump in and, and share what, what you feel you would like to share related to relevant topics and any practical tips. So welcome to Dream Class and go right ahead. Uh, thank you very much. I just... Uh... Yeah, spontaneously uh, invited me and just, uh, yeah, the first time actually to uh, to be together with you to hang out. Pretty excited about it. And uh, well, I'm happy to share with you guys. I don't know what I'm, what I'm going to share with you exactly. Uh, like, I don't have much experience with dreaming. But, um, well, it's like I can't really recall. I do have, uh, I do dream a lot, but it's like some clarity is missing. And every time when I try try to pen it down, it's like, ah, uh, 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 never mind. <laughs> but 
Yeah, I was listening to some of your advices and tips, and uh, I decided from now on to really uh, put them to use. So I can come to that point of really like, okay, th that's really like to really receive the messages. Like I believe like through the dream state, um, we can uh, receive like um, the universe is showing us something and through the dream state, it, it, we can become clear like what is the universe showing us what are the messages that need to be uh what is it that that um that the universe is telling us about us and become more aware about um about the nature the nature of this existence and the nature of who we are and i i experienced it not so much through dreaming but in different ways and uh, yeah, everyone has a different path, different ways of, of finding out about reality, about ourselves. And um, well, uh, basically, um, just um, yeah, actually, like um, through the through like um, my expressions as an artist um mostly it's like translating um from the subconscious to bring this to this reality and this really helped me a lot on my path to become uh to find out more like uh what's my nature and how do i express this um just expressing the way that you express yourself uh really can bridge those worlds so to say and um, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, dude, thank you. Thank you again for, for joining. And um, so this, this is Jaya as well, right? Like I know your profiles. Is, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Dude, awesome. Thank you, man. Much love. Happy to see you here. So thank you, thank you man. Sweet. All right. Um, cool. Cool. Yeah. And, and again, you know, like, I, I think it's, it's really valuable and worth noting that like everyone's coming into this experience and, and we all got kind of like different relationships with the dream space that I feel regardless of kind of like what our default relationship is, all of that has the ability to shift, you know? So if someone's just like, I never remember my dreams, I've never had a lucid dream. That doesn't mean they can't. It just means that like part of their lesson is like developing the willpower that will manifest that experience for them. And sometimes if it's not easily accessible, like that's even more exciting for them because it, again, it really means they have to work on it. Like working on your dreams can like you work on your dreams and it affects your physical, you work on your physical, it affects your dreams. So if you're like serious about if, if like, that's the thing you have to really check in, are you serious about working on your dreams? And that's kind of the hard question because for a lot of us, it's like, it, for many of us who maybe don't have, who haven't had those like full on astral experiences, uh, it's kind of like this idea of like, meh, like, I don't know what I'm missing. Therefore, I don't really care type thing. Right. Like, but it's kind of like this idea of, of there's like a mystery box and the universe is like, oh, do you want to see inside the mystery box? Okay. Well, you're going to need a key. And that key is something that only you can create for yourself. And that key is consistency. And like, that's like what I always find is the big thing with, with dreams is that 
our dream practice is always mostly for most of us it's probably going to wax and wane you know there are going to be times where we're like more focused in three dimension and we got like heavy projects or like a lot of stuff going on and then there's times where maybe we like have like a little bit extra opportunity to be able to work on our dreams and 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 it's within those periods of when we can focus our attention that that it can definitely like yield some some very exciting results so uh there is there is a mystery <clears throat> a mystery box a mystery treasure chest for for each of us and you know that is that is like the opening of the heart in itself and again it's it's a very powerful thing cuz it opens you up into like your higher dimensional self which you integrate into this experience so again like as you start walking through the 3D you're just like yeah okay i know who i am but in my heart i know that like i know who i am i know i am like this like a bigger cosmic being who is playing this this experience who is playing this game um, so again, you know, dreams are super freaking awesome and they're not just a byproduct of this, of this physical body. Uh, again, you know, it's the idea that this is what I've said time and time again, the dream space is closer to where we come from. It is the place, uh, that we come from before we are born and after we die. It's, it's very much like one in the same. It's that, you know, the, the astral planes, the higher dimensional realms, there's a lot of different ways to explain it, but yeah, we didn't just, pop up here in the in the physical you know we came into the physical from the dream space the physical itself came into this reality from a quote-unquote linear perspective from the dream space at the beginning of the universe all was dream if you want to think of it that way um yeah which is like a trip in itself but again these are just ideas think for yourself that's the important part connect these dots in a way that is going to work for you and uh yeah just keep asking questions and and keep on practicing so um let's keep passing talking stick around uh, i want to be able to see if uh austin is here and then uh i, I may read from you guys a little bit of a book um jared do you want to say something real quick let me just pull up your microphone go go ahead dude add to some of the things your tips and tricks for recall for recall you know, good yeah, the indians always said don't eat before a certain time have some digestion not get in the way with your dream process and memory there's tamarind paste that helps calcify the pineal gland understanding diet like you said is important but most of us don't understand what it does for the pineal gland from your sodas, your keys, your everything that's made with this fluoride and water that's toxic for the mind and it's messing shit up. Uh, then there's the animal products that put boogers around the pineal gland, which then messes up to feed deproduction. Also, the LDL, this fat, you know, face what it is. It clogs up your veins and your brain and everywhere else. And it doesn't help with cognitive recall. Doesn't help with much. I'm all about it. Uh, there's magnets. You can actually put a magnet in your hat if you need it here, and that can blast open the pineal gland too. There's uh, a lot of things, but uh, there's some good tips that you got as well. There was something else too I can't remember. I wanted to chime in. But, uh, word, word. I said too. I forgot what it was. If I remember, I'll chime back in. Cool. Cool. Lately, you know, wild stuff. I was seeing somebody else for a while and actually seen her in my dreams. Mm. Maybe the next couple of days is what I've already seen in the dreams, but I didn't want to jinx the whole thing. But I used to do it all the time. Jump out and think the ones in those dreams. 
Castro Pablo's favorite. I'm going to get back to doing more of that than even participating with anybody here. Yeah. Check out the validity in, in this reality with that as well. Tom Cryer also mentioned some really good, good information when it comes to the bail. Brendan, you said something uh, about getting better and getting better and getting better. He described it as you don't have to do it that way. You can just be better. Thinking that actually processing that messes these things up. We can instantly attain these things. But then there's things that we need to learn at our curve. And find out things and other things that might come and interject in between them. Who knows? Process is worth unraveling. I think it's fascinating. Lucidology 101. I it's possible you did, but if you can send it again, that's fine, yeah. Fucking incredible. That man's on top of his game. Tips and tricks and understand the sleep paralysis. Uh, even when you scratch your nose, you get out of it. You wake up. You don't mm-hmm. scratch your nose. Yeah. You know that we're automatically like you even said you get excited. When you get excited, yeah, it's exciting before you go in, but if you get excited while you're in dreamland or you're in astral travel, you wake up. It's like you go right to your emotional body, which is your body, which you think about your body, you're there instantly. So I've had that happen a couple dozen plus times. And you're, you're right there, you see everything, and then you get excited, and bam, shit, i got to start over again, you know? Mm-hmm. So there's another tip I use for third eye. I don't know if anyone's experienced it, because third eye seems to be multi- dimensional complex and other things you got from the kundalini rise in third eye clear audience all these other things coming to us that we become more perceptive of but when i talk third eye this is an ability when you take alpha when you just shut your eyes and you literally start to look at the, the little lights you zoom in on one of those it's almost like a unicorn you can zoom in you keep zooming in and zooming in and then it opens up and you can actually see the fourth dimension like this like Quantum was talking about. I think he's naturally gifted with the uh, mediumship. And certain parts of his mind are wiring together. You know, where there's more people experience different things and different drugs, or psychedelic marijuana, etc. Which is true, but some people, like him and others, are more in tune to hear the whisper or see things in the other dimensions. And I know I used to. Like you said, oh, keep the intention. I'm going to go back to that. I've had so many negative spirits mess with me, and I'm like, whoa. They got me right back to my body, so I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go back and investigate. I held my intention on that, and I'd seen them. I confronted them. you got to go. you got to leave. So mm-hmm. holding your intention is key. And when you come out of sleeping and waking up, you go to the bathroom, Gotta stay groggy so you can go in with your intention. Whatever you think of, they're there. Yeah. Word. Yeah, I give some nice to to. Word, word. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Jared. Yeah, exactly. Again, you know, just going back to some of the things Jared was mentioning, uh, you know, being aware of like not eating a lot before going to bed. Cause again, like if your body's digesting food, that's like taking away subtle energy that is going to be, uh, you know, important for, for just like this relationship with, with the astral body. Like that's the big thing guys is that 
a lot of this kind of dream navigation happens on the subtle energy planes. So when you're more in tune with your subtle energy, kind of, again, going back to what Jarrell uh, was talking about, you know, just being a connected with your breath, even, you know, even Hunter was talking about this as well, right? Just really like breathing into it. That's, that's connecting with your subtle energy. Um, and again, like that's why, you know, if we're, if we're looking and, and I'll just say this and we'll pass it around to, I think Austin, uh, just to be able to give them a chance to add to the circle as well. You know, if we're, if we're going back to the idea of like, why does cannabis affect dream recall? Um, from my way of understanding it from a quote unquote logical perspective while integrating a concept of metaphysics, I feel that part of the reason why, it, you know, if you smoke cannabis and then within 24 hours, you're going to like have a hard time remembering your dreams is because in order to remember the dreams the best as we can, we need to be able to like really have um, all of our, like our energy systems, like really working uh, in and some some form of like optimized optimal uh, functioning ability. Uh, what I'm trying to say is, is that like when you smoke cannabis, this is just one way of thinking about it. You literally open up your chakras, and it's not just with cannabis. It's like literally this happens with like lots of other substances. Again, it happens with breath. Like with breath, you literally open up your chakras. You know your energy portals within your body. Um, so when you're smoking cannabis. Like it literally kind of like opens up your chakras and that's why we feel high because our chakras are open and we're kind of like more aware of the energy. We're like more tapped into like creative inspiration and, and depending on where you're focusing on, you know, maybe that can mean your root chakra is open. Maybe that can mean like your, that's why you have the munchies and stuff like that. Cause your solar, your, your sacral is open and stuff. And that's why you can feel like your love for music because your heart chakra is open. And it's really depending on which chakra you're kind of tuned in with at the time. But nonetheless, by the time you're done this high, Again, it's almost as if like, you know, like having like you, you open your chakras and then like after that, they kind of like take a while to like recalibrate again before they can like and like really kind of like become, uh, you know, like a, a laser again. They, they kind of like after that, your subtle energy be, kind of becomes like dispersed. It's not as crystallized. Uh, again, these are kind of like it's kind of hard to kind of use words sometimes to be able to explain it. But but yeah, I definitely feel that smoking cannabis opens up the chakras and when you do that, it's kind of like it, like it, it, it affects like the conductivity of our energy uh, in a sense, you know, it's like the, the, the spiritual energy, it kind of like runs on these bandwidth cables. And if you like smoke weed during the day, then those bandwidth cables by the end of the night, like they're tired, you know, and, and in the same way, they're not just, they're not going to be able to like conduct and send signals quite in the same way, in the subtle way that that um when they are in their prime condition are, are going to be able to allow like the the most effective and potent forms of information to come forward and, and again that's where it comes forward through uh recall and, and experience because again you know like it's possible that you can smoke weed still have a crazy dream no doubt but then you won't necessarily remember it because again like those cables are like not as effective because of the fact that that you've already used them once uh earlier in the day and it like takes like a night to sort of recalibrate them so um yeah again that's that's my understanding of why cannabis relates to dream recall it's because it's literally an energetic an energy body chakra type thing um now i know uh going back uh jared was talking uh, he was talking about putting a magnet on, on his hat um i know hunter uh 
left a comment in that. And again, you know, think for yourself, you know, if, if it's something that you feel called to try, try it, uh, you know, discretion advised, we're not telling you to do anything. Uh, but I do just want to acknowledge that uh, Hunter was also just saying, uh, he was saying uh, to avoid that um, because there's lots of iron in the blood and you don't want that collecting in one place. So again, you know, like uh, I'm not an expert on putting magnets on heads, but uh, again, you know, I think it's a, uh, who knows, man, who knows? Uh, maybe it's just one of those things where it might work for someone, but be mindful of it. You know, if we're talking about like literal, literally just like buildup of iron in the blood and stuff like that, I would just be, be cautious with it. Uh, I, I would just say so. Uh, but, but again, you know, I appreciate Jared uh, for sharing that. Uh, Jared, let me just uh, pull up your microphone uh, real quick and then we'll get it over to Austin in a second. Go ahead, Jared. Yeah, the uh, iron in the blood, because that's a, that's a tricky topic, too, but iron phosphine and iron fluorine, there's a difference. Iron phosphine, fluorine, fluorine being floral. It's easy to remember that way. Fluoro is always better because it's more natural in nature. It is a natural substance of iron, and that is not magnetic. But the iron phosphine is magnetic, and that's where most of the supplements come into effect. I'm not on any of those which he does make a good point, but I don't think he would randomly for wearing it for a day cause too many problems and he would probably pass through. I think there's only a couple of veins up there. I don't know if it'd be. And I've never seen any studies with that, but it's a good thought, you know? Mm-hmm. But the, uh, the magnet, it's, it's a magnetic field. We're a magnetic field. So you're just creating more of an energetic aspect to your pineal gland to then replicate and find its balance again, if you will. You're just helping it get back into its magnetic peripheral aspect that we all seem to be synonymous with. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. So many other things, too. Monatomic gold, oh, God, I love this stuff. I want to get my hands on more of it. I'm going to go forage it. You know, I can be all in touch. You know, you'll have a steady supply. But monatomic gold literally balances the mind, opens up the third eye. Put a smile on your face, raises in vibration of all your cells. It's just amazing, amazing stuff. Talk about recall with it. Holy shit. The first time I took it with recall that night was off. Anyone that's ever taken it off about their dreams are going through the roof unless they got a bad batch or a low dosage. And you don't even need to take that much. You're talking, you're talking just a little, a little bit of it per day. Amount of time I go powder. Absolutely amazing stuff. Only side effect is spiritual awakening. The stuff growing deep back, hair, the secret to longevity, and strapping those helmets back up to keep the information in, and then just getting downloads and just rise, just rise into your that's the key to immortality. That's it. That's that. amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Word, man, word. That's amazing. I try to talk less. You know, I'm talking a little less and less. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's good, man. You know, it's like I watch some of my videos. I need to slow down. <laughs> oh, I know. I know you got a lot to share. So, yeah, there's no no problem, man. Cool. Well, well, it doesn't look good if we can't process it all. I hear you pick up on it. It's like, yeah, it's like okay, I get the break for Jared. Let me recap what he said. <laughs> well, definitely, man. Let's, I definitely want to be able to, I, I know you got a lot to share and I, that's part of the reason why I want to be able to make sure that we get you a good mic so that we can definitely get yeah. the highest quality for that for the future broadcast too. Absolutely. I got a good one here. I just got to get a, yeah, I get a, okay, cool. Sweet. You know, I, I thought I had it. Yeah. Yeah. 
we'll, yeah, we'll have to do some more tests. All right, um, Jared, we're gonna we're gonna pass it over to to Austin. So, thanks again, man. Yeah, and and again, man, like there's yeah there there's like, <laughs> you know, like there's a lot of kind of, uh, I, um, like. I, yeah there's there's a lot of science that that is still being explored in, in terms of you know like just like different subtle ways of, of how the body can work and, and yeah maybe magnets are a thing and uh yeah <laughs> who knows man who knows you know it's one of those things where if you want to try it for yourself if you feel called to try it go for it if you experience it you know tell us about it let us know and uh maybe there's something there so again you know it's similar to to same idea of like having uh again organite and stuff near your near your bed as well um so uh let's uh i want to be able to check in with uh with austin uh sorry jared did you have a quick thing okay go ahead okay yeah go ahead dude one quick thing i just to add with the iron phosphate and fluorine so people understand when you take that stuff it's the magnetic effect but the shit part of it, the, the magnetic one, the phosphine versus the floral, it literally sticks nutrition to it, like a magnet, and you poop it out. So it devoids your nutritional aspects. So it's very important to avoid anything magnetic. Don't cook with metal pants, metal pots, none of that shit. You want to stay away from all metal stuff because it becomes this iron magnetic aspect that you're talking about, and nutrition literally sticks to it. Okay. Okay. Cool. We'll get back. We'll get. We'll get back to. We'll get back to that. But yeah, no, I. I and thank you for bringing that up because I. I hadn't really heard about that, so I'd love to hear more about it. And and uh, yeah. That'd be cool. All right. Um, let's, uh, let's check in here. Thank you again, Jerry. Uh, I want to be able to see uh, if uh, Austin is there since, since they've uh, been in and I uh, just want to be able to invite them to add to the talk into circle if they would like. So um, Austin, if, you, if you're there, I'm just going to pull up your microphone. Uh, do you want to just check your microphone real quick? Just say hello. Right. Yeah. Does it work? Yeah, it works. Okay, cool. So Austin, again, welcome. Welcome to the talking circle. Welcome to dream class. Uh, I think you've been listening for, for a while. So uh, if there's anything else you want to add into the discussion, please feel free. Uh, uh, experiences, practical tips, questions, ideas, go go right ahead, man. Welcome. All right. Uh, I'm over here in Arizona. Um, I do have friends who are like masters at lucid dreaming. And they tell me all the stuff they do. They like, uh, they uh, read books. They go to the library and they read books. Um, they do stuff like play music so like they can actually, uh, develop their sober, uh, awake world skills within their dreams. And, uh, one of my theories I have going is that this world that we live in now when we're awake is actually just as complex as any of our dream worlds. It's just this, uh, that our mind has begun to filter out a majority of our experience because our brain is very uh, conditioned towards survival instincts. And so uh, there's these th uh, concepts of the latent inhibition and stuff, but um, it's pretty much saying that a lot of the, your experience will just be filtered out and deemed as uh, uh, unnecessary because it's not 
affecting your survival at all. And so many people, they become very dumbed, dumbed down to the, their surroundings and they lose the feeling of the sublime because this, this experience, this uh, experience on earth is supposed to be completely eye-opening, completely life-changing, but we've gotten so used to it that we just see it as like a dull, dull and boring and a waste of time. But if we're able to uh, lower latent inhibition, or if we're able to actually see the things in front of us and not just see the thoughts in our minds all the time. Um, I mean, it, through a lot of my Zen meditation practice, you really clean out thoughts from your world and so that you actually see the reality as it is rather than uh, what your thoughts think it is. And so all of a sudden, everyday life becomes a fucking dream. It, become, it becomes an amazing like psychedelic experience every moment of your life. <laughs> and uh, in regards to dreams, yeah, my friend says he smokes weed in his dreams all the time. And he, he actually just, he feels the complete effect, just trips. Uh, I personally have had that experience in one of my lucid dreams. Um, the main way that I get about like a 80% success rate with lucid dreaming is uh, the time that you expect to wake up, set an alarm like two hours before it, and then just turn it off when you wake up and then uh, go back to sleep. But you'll be so conscious and your body will be in such a sleep state that you can easily enter lucid dreams. The, the main key though is uh, make sure whatever you set your alarm is, isn't something that will just completely just fuck you up. Like something super loud and shit. You gotta, you gotta get something calm and then it like slightly wakes you up and you turn it off and then you go, go back into the dream world and you're lucid, you're awake in the dream world. But uh, yeah, I just threw a lot of information out there, but. <laughs> oh, that, that's good, man. That's good. And and um, yeah, no, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And, and just uh, what you were talking about, like with your friends, um, being uh, able to practice real world skills within the dream. I mean, I think like that in itself is a huge, huge, interesting topic, because I feel like many of us have probably had experiences similar to that. Um, and, and it's kind of cool because, you know, I, I think what we do in our dream is kind of like our soul having fun, our soul expressing, our soul playing in a lot of ways. Like I know uh, I've had, and, and I feel like that's a big part of like what we're here to do, you know, as spirit, we're here to, we're here to play. We're here to kind of like be that like Fibonacci spiral, just kind of like fractaling into a million different, beautiful, chaotic, yet symmetrical patterns, um, which is what we do when we're like, you know, dancing and making music. And uh, that's why like within my dreams, I know I've had a lot of dreams where I've like practiced like spinning lightsaber. Um, and again, that's because I spin lightsaber in waking life. So then I do it in a dream and then I do it in waking life, da, 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 which came first, right? Um, but playing music in a dream, I think is really cool. Uh, I know I've done like parkour and stuff in dreams and everything like that. Um, but again, I think that's a really brilliant idea. And just another example of like what can happen within the dream space where we're actually leveling up our skills, our practical skills uh, within the dream space. Like if you have the ability to fully create that, that holographic space of your dream, 
yeah, pull up a violin and practice there. And it's basically like a hyperbolic time chamber from Dragon Ball Z. Like it's, it's right there, man. Like it's right inside of us. Like your body, as you know, as Jarrell was saying, as everyone is saying is like this hyperdelic, like time machine slash spaceship to these inner worlds. And, and they're there to serve us in a very non-selfish way, in a very humbling way. You know, it's, it's universe providing itself with these tools so that it, it can continue to grow. Like it would almost be, uh, asinine. It would be insane to think that, you know, every night when we go to sleep, we would just like empty and enter into an empty void space and, and nothing comes out of it. Um, yet for a majority of the population, that's what it feels like for them. Even though, again, just cause you don't remember your dreams doesn't mean you're not having your dreams. Um, so who knows, right. For people who aren't remembering their dreams, there's still a lot of important stuff that's happening. And sometimes you'll like go through experiences where like, maybe you, you, you are a regular person who remembers a dream. And then some days you just won't remember your dreams. But again, what Austin was saying, the idea of as a tip for lucidity, setting your alarm ahead of time and waking up. Uh, absolutely. I, I think that's a, that's definitely a key one because again, you know, when you're going to sleep, you, one of the techniques is going in with the idea of a, a wild method, a wake induced lucid dream where you're basically, as what we kind of talked about before, like at, you're, you're conscious enough to notice your body falling asleep as your mind stays awake. And when you do that, you literally begin to transition within to your dream space. And, and if you start imagining things ahead of time, so, you know, this is where we get into the practice of imagination if you imagine yourself like in a dojo training against morpheus or something like that as you're falling asleep slowly and slowly and slowly it like gradually blurs and shifts and like next thing you know like that could be your dream and, and you're in that kind of space um so yeah like being able to to bring aware that's why again you know another thing could be like waking up in the middle of the night and just doing something like stretching for a little bit uh, or, or again, you know, sometimes I'll wake up like literally during like sunrise, do my chores, go for a walk, wake up my body, basically don't eat food and then go back to sleep at like 7am or something like that. And then that's usually a prime time for dreaming because your body is like still ready to just be like, Oh, I want to go to sleep, but your mind's like up. And, and that's kind of that, that yields some very exciting results. Um, again, you know, there's so much related to the lucid dreaming topic and, and we're, we're just, we're scratching the hyperdimensional surface here. Um, yeah, Austin, I, I like, I like what you had to, to had to share there, man. Um, is there anything else that you want to add uh, any other practical tips for, for people listening to this or anything else? Oh yeah. Uh, I recently had, had a great idea off of one of my trips. Um, try taking, looking at your reality but imagining every single moment is just this, it's just a beautiful picture, a beautiful painting. Like uh, literally every, every site you see, everywhere you look, look at, as it, look at it as if it's a painting. And you'll find that you'll barely be able to even walk anywhere because you'll be so fucking mind blown. You'll be like, oh my God, that's so beautiful. You're like, you try to take a step, you try to walk to the store and you're just like, you're beautiful. I'm just gonna stand here. Just look around in 360 for a few hours. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's the general idea. Uh, yeah, wild methods, they're good. They're good and uh, closed eye visuals. You guys ever heard of those? Um, pretty much just practicing the imagination. If, if, you can, if you can imagine something when you're going to sleep, there's a chance that that imagination, if you follow it long enough, it can turn into a full-on dream. Like uh, 
for example, maybe like uh, close your eyes, imagine a staircase, imagine walking up the staircase and uh, you might have a very like, very translucent, very blurry vision of the staircase. But as long as you can get your mind to create, continue creating and filling in the blank of the staircase as you go up, eventually uh, at some point the staircase, you'll walk into a new, a new world. Yeah, all of a sudden there'll be millions of little trees and little birds flying everywhere and you'll be like <laughs> but yeah that's the idea <laughs> totally dude man totally and and I, and I think um that example of the staircase is a good one because i think uh having something simple to focus on is is valuable and and again you know like that's why like within the practice of, of dreams and everything like that meditation is key because meditation is the practice we develop to be able to keep our focus on one thing at one time, you know, like that is part of the reason why meditation is so valuable. And part of the reasons what we learn as we meditate is how to keep our focus because like, as we kind of, when we don't meditate, when we're like living in this culture, when we're constantly, you know, the, our attention is constantly being pulled in a million different directions and things like that. So it takes, practice it literally takes like a muscle to keep your focus um so yeah i think that's a great example of and and it's one that i'll be i'll be happy to try as well just the idea of like walking up a staircase and and again it's kind of going back to what we were talking about earlier uh i'm not sure if austin was tuned in for this but the idea of like a narrative you're creating a narrative and when you create an open-ended narrative like the idea of like walking up a staircase where does it go to right like that's kind of you're creating that narrative and then you're creating that like blank spot and you're inviting the universe to kind of fill it in. Uh, that's one thing that kind of happens within, within, uh, within, within dreams and within meditation is that there's kind of like a difference between like projected thought and receptive thought, you know, like you can kind of, uh, I, 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 this is something we've done in our guided meditations, you know, we'll kind of create like a door and then will create this narrative that on the other side of the door is like a void space to see whatever you need to see. So it's like a practice where you can kind of open the door and, and you begin to acknowledge the subtle difference between you imagining what's on the other side of the door versus you creating that narrative and receiving the information that the universe has for you in that moment through that invitation of the narrative. And, and it's kind of like, you know, you, you, the universe kind of like pours water out of a jug and you stand there with a cup and you receive it in a sense. And that, and what you are receiving can be like visions, ideas, phrases, images, thoughts, colors, feelings, but there's a subtle, there's, it's so subtle. And that's why it takes practice to be able to acknowledge when you are projecting your thoughts and when you are receiving those like higher, those higher dimensional thoughts kind of, kind of coming through. Um, so it's kind of the dream space is a mix of both. It's a mix of like what you're projecting and what, what is being poured into your dream. Uh, Austin, I, I saw your comment. Go ahead. If there's anything else that you just want to add into to that or add, add your own stuff. Oh yeah. Um, if you want to go uh, on to any closed eye visuals, it's pretty much, just a system of getting your mind to follow a narrative and to fill in the blanks because like you see like a square when you have your eyes closed or something you see a little square shape you build something off of the square shape or you like you, you zoom into the square shape and then all your all of a sudden your mind is forced to improvise it has to fill in the blank somewhere and it's just that narrative idea 
the, the narratives are powerful for getting you places that you couldn't, uh, you might not be able to go before. Weird man, weird. Yeah, we're we're definitely emphasizing the, the like the narrative is kind of a big theme that I think we'll definitely keep going back to. So, again, you know, even just just think of yourself like, what narratives can you create? What you know, what what can you <laughs> just play with it? it? It's it's imagination. It's daydreaming, right? It's the stuff that they that they told us to stop doing when we were in grade school, but ultimately, it's like such a valuable thing that's going to help us tap into to more of ourselves. So um sweet guys okay let's uh let's keep bouncing around austin is there anything else we wanted to add at this moment i was just gonna kind of switch things up in a second so um but thanks again man those are some valuable valuable additions so um okay so i so, um okay so we'll just keep bouncing around and um i wanted to be able to read from you guys uh, a little bit from the book that i have here um which is uh dream yoga it's something that i've read from last week and, and that was from the first chapter and i'm going to read you some of the second chapter um i also wanted to share with you a bit of uh, my friend's dream uh that she was mentioning the other day which again was like super interesting um and this is just me like remembering it off the top of my head and i'll just share this here and 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 again i know i'm kind of putting two things in at once because i want to just uh be mindful of the time as we get close to wrapping up this broadcast uh, potentially within the last half hour and uh and we'll close with a, a micro meditation at the end and and within dream class we have this idea of meeting up at the shared dream tree which is kind of like a common thing that that we kind of keep going back to and we keep putting intention into the idea of like having that collective meeting space within the dream space within the astral realms that us as shifters can actually gather at so we'll get a little bit later we'll get to that a little bit later um so again, the dream that my friend had, uh, this, this, is, uh, this is a dream that Lacey had. Lacey, we've shared some of her dreams before, again, as kind of examples of what can happen within the dream space. Uh, this is a dream that she was mentioning. And uh, it was, again, something that she explained as like going into a lower dimension. Um, which is something worth looking into. We can get into it within this broadcast a bit. It's kind of a huge topic in itself to a degree. And it's an infinite topic, just like anything else. But uh, this, okay, so again, you know, like within when we're traveling through the multiverse within the dream space, come, sometimes we're just kind of like on regular dimensional planes and then we're on like extra high dimensional planes. And then sometimes we can sink into these lower dimensional planes, which often we've recognized as being synonymous with like nightmares or, or something like that. But again, even these nightmares are there as teachers. Everything is a Sifu. Everything is a lesson. Everything is a reflection for you to be able to become more awake within your dreams. It's not the idea of it's happening to you. It's happening for you. So if you're ever having a nightmare, part of that could be there, is there to help you like learn how to conquer that nightmare and learn how to wake up within your dream so what happened within your dream this is really trippy visualize this as i'm telling you this because i as you know i think it just kind of yeah okay so she was talking about how she was like basically seeing almost like a maze or something that was kind of like a labyrinth and she was kind of looking at it from like a top-down perspective and then she like went into the labyrinth and when she was in there she said that like the walls and the floor were like covered in white and there was like a consistent crowd of like people walking past her and like they were kind of like zombified they were kind of like sleepwalking or kind of like almost uh she was kind of looking at it almost as if like it was like a like a limbo uh, or like a purgatory type place. It was kind of like these like lost souls that were kind of like walking past her and they were just like 
kind of, again, kind of just like empty vessels in a sense. Um, and she said like the, she, she was kind of going through there and she was kind of acknowledging where she was. And then what ended up happening is that she like floated above this like maze again. She kind of lifted herself out of it. And then she ended up like finding this creature and I don't have it written in front of me, so I can't give you the exact details, but it was like some sort of like creature that was like the guardian of this like maze labyrinth. And then basically um, she like told him, she was like, she's like, she's like, yeah, like this is gonna, she's like, I'm gonna like, I mean, again, I should probably like pull it up so I can read exactly, but she was basically, she became self-aware in the dream and she confronted this creature and the creature got pissed at her because it was like, it was like, oh, you're like, you're not supposed to be awake right now. Like you're not supposed to be challenging me right now. And she was like, no, I am challenging you. And like, I'm changing this dream. And then she like changed it. Um, and then again, like, I'm not exactly sure what happened after that, but just like that, that, that setting of like this, like sort of lower dimensional purgatory type limbo space, her seeing this other dream creature confronting it and then like shifting the dream, uh, through like her willpower. And the idea of like, was this creature like an actual just random creature within her own imagination or was this creature actually the archetype of an actual energy from an actual like another dimensional place and was this actually like a real place quote unquote um so again i was just kind of sharing with you that just to get some ideas rolling uh we can get into that a little bit later but again you know i think when you get into the dream space one thing that you begin to explore is that there are consistent places that exist throughout like the multi-dimensional realms like there are cities within the astral realms there are places that you can go to there are monoliths there are sacred sites there are kingdoms there are, like this is a trippy part right like how far does it go like are people living in the dream space like in the astral planes and and maybe it's not even so different for them like maybe them living in the astral planes is actually like to them it's like quite normal and stuff and it's trippy, man. It's trippy. And it's just, uh, again, putting the ideas out there. So our, 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 our basic to try and be able to understand it from our basic 3d perception is, is half the fun. So again, guys, I know there's lots to talk about on that, but we're just going to keep going back, uh, keep going forward and, and we can bounce back to that. So I'm going to read a little bit here from the book about dream yoga to give you guys some uh, additional to add some additional insight to, to this broadcast. And again, we'll, we'll wrap up the broadcast within about a half hour from now. So dream yoga, consciousness, astral projection and transformation of the dream state by Samael Unwar. Uh, this guy is uh, the guy who kind of like did a lot for like the Gnostic Association, which again, basically looks at common esoteric information throughout all different religions and mythology and spiritual practices and tries to centralize it and bring it into a place. So this book is really kind of approaching the idea of awakening the consciousness through the practice of dream yoga from an esoteric science perspective that means finding techniques that work that means that you can give them to multiple people and if they were to follow them it would work so this is just kind of getting some basic ideas out there to, to give you guys a little bit more to think about so this is like the subtitle here says sleep so this is about just like a little bit into uh um Okay, actually, I'm just going to go right to the beginning of the chapter, and I'm just going to kind of read it here just so we're not missing any context. Chapter two, the awakening of consciousness. Last week, we wrote, we read, last class, we did chapter one, and you can go back and listen to that if you're, and just go back and listen to past broadcasts anyways. Chapter two, the awakening of consciousness. 
It is necessary to know that humanity lives with its consciousness asleep. This book, like this book, like has like, it like throws no punches. Like it is like, or, or it doesn't, it's like no bullshit. It gets right to the point. It's like, wake the frig up. Okay. People work asleep. People walk through streets asleep. People live and die asleep. When we come to the conclusion that the entire world lives asleep, then we comprehend the necessity of awakening. We need the awakening of consciousness. We want the awakening of consciousness. Fascination. The profound sleep in which humanity lives is caused by fascination. People are fascinated by everything in life. People forget their selves because they are fascinated. So just kind of chill out, breathe while I'm reading this to you. Just even close your eyes and kind of meditate and I'll just kind of drop into that space. (sighs) People forget their selves because they are fascinated. The drunkard in the bar is fascinated with the alcohol, the place, the pleasures, his friends, and the women. The vain woman in front of a mirror is fascinated with her own glamour. The rich avon... a vicarious person is fascinated with money and possessions. The honest worker in the factory is fascinated with the hard work. The father of the family is fascinated with his children. All human beings are fascinated and sleep profoundly. When driving a car, we are astonished when we see people dashing across the streets and roads without paying attention to the danger of running cars. Others willingly throw themselves under the wheels of cars. Poor people. They walk asleep. They look like sleepwalkers. They walk asleep, endangering their own lives. Any clairvoyant can see their dreams. People dream with all that keeps them fascinated. Sleep. During the physical body's sleep, the ego escapes from it. This departure of the ego is necessary so that the vital body can repair the physical body. However, in the internal worlds, we can assert and asservate that the ego takes its dreams into the internal worlds. Thus, while in the internal worlds, the ego occupies itself with the same things which keep it fascinated in the physical world. Therefore, during a sound sleep, we see the carpenter in his carpentry shop, the policeman guarding the streets, the barber in his barber shop, the blacksmith at his forge, the drunkard in the tavern, the prostitute in the house of pleasures, absorbed in lust, etc. All these people live in the internal worlds as if they were the physical world. During his sleep, not a single living being has the inkling to ask himself whether he is in the physical or the astral world. However, those who have asked themselves such a question during sleep have awoken in the internal worlds. Then, with amazement, they have been able to study all the marvels of the superior worlds. It is only possible for us to ask such a question of ourselves in the superior worlds during those hours of sleep if we accustom ourselves to ask this question from moment to moment during the so-called vigil state, when the time we're awake. Evidently, during our sleep, we repeat everything that we do during the day. 
Therefore, if during the day we accustom ourselves to asking this question, then during our nocturnal sleep while being outside of the body, we will continuously repeat the same questions to ourselves. Thus, the outcome will become the awakening of consciousness. Remembering oneself. The human being is, fast, is in his fascinated trance. Sorry, the human being in his fascinated trance does not remember his self. We must self-remember ourselves from moment to moment. We need to self-remember ourselves in the presence of every representation that could fascinate us. Let us hold ourselves well in front of any representation and ask ourselves, where am I? Am I in the physical plane? Am I in the astral plane? Then give a little jump with the intention of floating within the surrounding atmosphere. If logical, if it, it is logical that if you float, it is because you are outside of the physical body. Thus, the outcome will be the awakening of consciousness. The purpose of asking this question at every instant, at every moment, is with the intention of engraving it within the subconsciousness so that it may manifest later during the hours of sleep. Hours when the ego is really outside the physical body. You must know that in the astral plane, things appear just as they are here in the physical plane. This is why during sleep and after death, people see everything in a form very similar to the physical world. This is why they do not even suspect that they are outside of their physical body. Therefore, no dead person ever believes himself to have died because he is fascinated and profoundly asleep. Okay, I'm just going to pause for a second because that's like a huge idea, right? Because like we're getting into the idea that like just think about that. No dead person ever believes himself to have died because he is fascinated and profoundly asleep. So like when you die, if your consciousness isn't fully awakened, that can happen for a spirit where they don't actually know that they're dead. It's just kind of going into a dream. And in the same way you go into a dream, you don't know you're dreaming because you're like so fascinated with just like the idea of wherever your fascinations guide us. If the dead had made a practice of remembering themselves from moment to moment when they were alive, if they had struggled against the fascination of the things of the world, the outcome would have been the awakening of their consciousness. They would not dream. They would walk in the internal worlds with awakened consciousness. Whoever awakens the consciousness can study all the marvels of the superior worlds during the hours of sleep. Whoever awakens the consciousness lives in the superior worlds as a totally awakened citizen of the cosmos. One then coexists with the great hierophants of the White Lodge. Whosoever awakens the consciousness can no longer dream here in this physical plane or in the internal world. Whoever awakens the consciousness stops dreaming. Whoever awakens the consciousness becomes a competent investigator of the superior world. Whoever awakens consciousness is an illuminated one. Whoever awakens consciousness can study at the feet of the masters. Whoever awakens consciousness can talk familiar, familiarly with the gods who initiated the dawn of creation. It's like some big stuff, man. Whoever awakens the consciousness can remember his innumerable reincarnations. Whoever awakens the consciousness can consciously attend his own cosmic initiations. 
whoever awakens the consciousness can study in the temples of the great white lodge whoever awakens the consciousness can know in the superior worlds the evolution of his kundalini every perfect matrimony must awaken the consciousness in order to receive guidance and direction from the white lodge in the superior worlds, the masters will wisely guide all those who really love one another. In the superior worlds, the masters give to each one that which one needs for his inner developments. Okay, last part. Complementary practice. Um, every Gnostic student, after waking from their normal sleep, must perform a retrospective exercise based on the process of their sleep in order to remember all of the places they visited during the hours of sleep. We already know that the ego travels a great deal. It goes towards where we have physically been repeating all that which we have seen and heard. The masters instruct the disciples when they are out of the physical body. Therefore, it is urgent to know how to profoundly meditate and then practice what we have learned during the hours of sleep. It is necessary not to physically move at the time of waking up. Because with the movement, the astral body is agitated and the memories are lost. It is urgent to combine the retrospective exercises with the following mantras. Raum Gaum. That's R-A-O-M-G-A-O-M. Raum Gaum. Each word is divided into two syllables. One must accentuate the vowel O. These mantras are for the student what dynamite is for the miner. Thus, as the miner opens his way through the bowels of the earth with the aid of dynamite, similarly, the student also opens his way into the memories of his subconsciousness with the aids of these mantras. So again, those mantras, if you accentuate the vowel O, would be Ra-U-Ra-Om, Ga-Om, and then so the idea that's explaining here is that when you wake up in the morning, if you, it is urgent to combine the retrospective exercises with the following mantras. So this is like literally a, like these mantras are not random. The idea here is, is saying when you wake up in the morning, do this mantra while remembering your dreams to help you remember your dreams. Ra-Om, Ga-Om, R-A-O-M, G-A-O-M. Mantras, and again, patience and tenacity. The Gnostic student must in infinitely be, be infinitely patient and tenacious because powers cost a great deal. Nothing is given to us for free. Everything has a price. These studies are not for inconsistent people, nor for people of fragile will. These studies demand infinite faith. Skeptical people must not come to our studies because occult science is very demanding. The skeptics fail totally. Thus, skeptical people will not succeed in entering heavenly Jerusalem, as it explains. So that's the end of chapter two. So, um, yeah, again, just summarizing that the idea of like our dreams become our fascination. So when we become aware of what we're constantly being fascinated with in our waking state, then we can, uh, first of all, be aware of the fact that we're being pulled into our fascinations and understand why those are showing up in our dream, but then use that as a chance to, to question yourself. Are you dreaming? Are you awake right now within your waking state? So like, 
just be aware. That's kind of the idea is that it's, it's encouraging here is to constantly do those reality checks throughout the day, develop it into your subconscious, literally like, like carve it into your subconsciousness. So like, that's why, like, if you want to wake up in the dream space, create the habits of asking yourself in any moment, like, am I dreaming? And it might be obvious that you're not dreaming and that's okay. But the intention is to be able to develop that so that when you go into the dream space and something unusual occurs, you ask yourself that same question and then that can trigger lucidity that can trigger the awakening of consciousness. Um, and there's a lot of other correlating tips with that. You know, you can have like the idea of like drawing like a red dot on your hand and looking at that during the day, asking yourself if you're awake and then at night checking again. And if that dot isn't there, then that can trigger uh, a lucidity as well. You can have like these little triggers. Um, so yeah, that's uh that's from again dream yoga consciousness astral projection and the transformation of the dream state i'll include a link uh for the book title in the show notes for those interested it, it can be purchased online but um just kind of opening things up i just kind of want to be able to hear any uh, any thoughts that you guys have as we uh, get close to wrapping up the broadcast uh, soon enough but um what are, your, what, are your, what are you guys' thoughts on on anything that we've talked about so far? Um, Brian, I'm gonna. I think I think you're pulling up your microphone. So, and we haven't heard too much from you so far. So, Brian, I'm gonna pull up your microphone and go 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 ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Hey, Brian. Hey, how are you, man? That was beautiful. Thanks, man. Thanks. <laughs> I I didn't close my eyes, but I was, like this whole broadcast, I've been feeling what you guys were saying. I've been applying it to my abstract, mixing my own thoughts. You know what I mean? And it's like very, it's very inspirational. Um, all right, we we're just talking about dream tests. I have uh, schizophrenia and I have to do that all the time to just test reality. Like, uh, like for me, I have to look around the room and say to myself, if it's a dream, then there's not that much detail. But if I look around the room and I see all this detail that I know I'm in reality. And I wanted to talk about Philip K. Dick, who's a, uh, uh, who wrote Blade Runner, Total Recall. Uh, I'm drawing blanks here, but this guy's written, so, oh, Scanner Darkly is a great movie too. And they're the originally books. Minority Report, they're all different names in reality because the books have bizarre names. Like Blade Runner was originally called Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep, which is just like, a, who the hell comes up with these names? But it, that was him. And he used to uh, write books. He wrote a book with just dice. And he let probability write, write the course of like this fictional history. And, hit, and the quote that resonates with me with dreaming and everything is like, uh, he says, uh, that which does not escape, uh, you know, like your thoughts, your beliefs is reality, <laughs> which is like beautiful. Like, uh, I forgot who said it earlier, but they were talking about uh, like just stopping for a second, appreciating that breath and appreciating what they're seeing all at once or, or hearing or anything. And I understand how we can open chakras that way now. Like it makes sense to me. Um, yeah, so uh, let me think here. I don't mean to draw. Okay, so there's two different types of, uh, of, of uh, when you believe in anything too much, this, this is, it's, it's a manifestation. It's like there's paranoia which is what uh, I'm used to hearing people talk about with schizophrenia. And that's to actually fall into the trap of your dream and believing in your dream with like your core being. And to me, that's, that's, that's my definition of it. And, and uh, with paranoia, it's, it's the fear that the world is conspiring to harm you. 
But I also experienced cases of proanoia where, uh, like, I thought I was Jesus, and I thought everyone else was Jesus, too. You know, like, I'm not, I was raised Catholic, and, and, and it's, it has nothing to do with that. It's just that I thought that everyone was balls of light that were just waiting to explode. And, like, this awakening is still going on right now. Like, I hate to say it, but, like, Trump is president. Like, we're able to talk more clearly now with one another i'm, I'm looking at what's on the, what's on the news and with uh puerto rico and the las vegas shooting and all that, that some of it's distractions some of it's real and there's so much still not covered you know and i'm not gonna get too political but like uh well i'm getting off course here i'm sorry i got a question did i ever talk about the dream that i had of an alien or like a devil thing did i talk about that before i've talked about it with other people i don't know if i talked about it with you guys i don't think so yeah do you want to give us a little bit about that yeah, so I think I've had schizophrenia like most of my life, and like I was very religious growing up, and I I just had this weird gamble, this weird hankering where it's like you ever play the game step on a don't step on the crack when you break your mama's back. I don't know if you have that uh, game where you're from anyone, but uh, yeah, yep. you're not supposed to step on the crack in pavement or whatever. Well, I bet like the devil, I bet him or her, whatever it is. I said to the devil, I said, you know, like. Uh, if I step on a crack and uh, you can have my soul. And I was like, whoa, is that, is that really what I want to gamble? I'm like, yeah. But then, then it, like in my head, the voice said like, what are you wagering? And I was like, what the heck? Uh, you know, like what's going on? Like it was a voice outside of my head. And I, I, I thought like, I'll wager my soul if everyone else can live happy, you know, live not happy, but content, you know, like enlightened or like just be. You know, not, not be in pain all the time. Unnecessary pain. Like, it's important to have pain in that. But And so I lost. And so I think it's part of my mental hell is just, like, it's it's figurative and literal. And I after that bet, I saw this reoccurring dream of a, of a devil creature. Like, it would pop up, like, outside of my bedroom. And it would be... Uh, it would be red in darkness and green in lightness. So it had, it, it wasn't a devil though. Cause like in the Bible, it says, I'm not a Bible thumper or anything either. And like in the Bible, it says that it has hooves. I don't know if that was mistranslated or redone or whatever. What I saw, what I saw was talents. And so I kept having this dream mode over and over again. And there are many schizophrenic episodes I had, and I wasn't even diagnosed yet. And, and, uh, and, uh, when I was, let's see, it would have been, uh, I was watching the end of a Bob's Burger episode, like in like when the show first started, and I was like, "It's a pretty cool show." All of a sudden, I had this amazing fear over me. It was killing me. My heart was exploding. Like I wanted to die. I felt like if you if you poke me with a tag, blood would come spurting out everywhere because like I was that high blood pressure and high like anxiety. And like I opened up the door of my basement to go upstairs, and I saw that there was a like a like a, a devil or no, oh, no, hold on. First, I saw a 12-inch spider that rotated like this, like that. And I was like, what the hell is that? I closed the door. My heart's pounding. I'm freaking out more. And it was an honest hallucination. This is the first time. Before that, all my hallucinations were either shadows or lights, like figures, you know. But this is the first time, aside from my dream where I saw the devil, I, I saw a spider move back and forth. And when I, uh, when, I, when I opened the door again, it was that devil that I, that I you know, like I saw it awake hallucinating and uh 
I shut the door and it was the scariest moment of my entire life. Like, and I was like, I am insane. Like I had to accept the fact that I am insane. And, uh, like, like I, I, I had to conquer the fear. So the only way I could do it was by like having this, like do a reality check to myself. I just touch myself and go, okay, I can feel that I'm here. It's most likely nothing, but if it is something, maybe it's just a test. And when I, when I thought that I was like, Oh, I'm scared to open the door now. So I, I just, I, you know, I was like, well, maybe it is a test. So open the door. It was just like this angel, man. It was like this like ball of light. Like it, it blew my mind away. And then it just, it vanished like that. And, and, my mouth had dropped and out. It, it lasted for like a second, but it like, it feels like, I don't know if you ever saw a butterfly effect, but it feels like that with, with the Ashton Kutcher character in that movie. Like, it felt like I was like reaching out in the past and I, it, it's like an anchor point to this day. Like if I feel like uh, I, I, I read uh, the symbology of blue jays frying in front of you, I saw blue jay fry in front of me today. And I, uh, you know, it was like, I'm going the right path right now. You know, I see them all the time and I, I know it could be just association. I know it's like 11, 11 and all that, but uh, yeah, that's, that's my story about the alien devil thing. I don't want to hog, hog the mic for too much longer or anything. Like I, I had fun talking. <laughs> Hello. Okay. Yeah. No, that's good, man. Loud and clear dude. Uh, yeah, no, thank you. Thank you again for, for sharing that, man. And, and, and I mean, I, I really, value uh again your perspective as someone who who's diagnosed with, with schizophrenia and stuff because uh, again you know kind of talking about like walking between two worlds and and the idea that someone with schizophrenia in the past would be like sort of a, a version of, of a shaman in itself and everything like that so uh, i really appreciate you being able to openly share share your experiences because it helps uh, shed more light on just like what this reality is about in general and again what's you know what's possible what's possible and you know what the world can look like through different eyes so um yeah dude thank you thank you brian thank um, you man there's a lot of great compliments there and i think it's a great show and everyone here is are just lovely people and uh I, one question like I don't know. I haven't been, I've only been on the show recently. I haven't watched any of the previous podcasts, but you guys talk about the synchronicities of, uh, yeah. like I have, I, um, I've had deep, uh, contact with my fiance. Like, it's like, we will sometimes wake up and have the same dream and it just blows our minds. We're like, what? And like, mm-hmm. sometimes, sometimes we'll finish explaining each other's dreams. And it actually like, is like that. We just think it's like, there's, this sounds like a movie or something. It sounds so fake, but it really happens. And it, I, I can't even give a single example right now. It's just, it's like an occurrence. Oh, oh, one last thing. Uh, I had another dream. It was, I don't know, if, like, some dreams can startle you into being awake. And it, they're usually nightmares for me. But when I saw my cat before I adopted her, and she came up to me when we adopted her, and, like, it was a Coleco cat. And uh, in my dream, I, it was black and orange and on fire. And uh, it, it blew me away because, like, uh, it woke me up. Like, I, I was just taking a nap in the middle of the day. And then all of a sudden, I wait, I'm like, what? Like, waking up. And and, uh, and it was it was the cat. And it was the same cat I have now, except her colors are more faded. And I, I think it's like she burned her colors off. She's unusually more faded for a Coleco, too, which is ironic because in my dream, it was really bright. But... Okay, I really appreciate the time. I'll let everyone people talk. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. A nice picture, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah, they're fun. 
Maybe we can sell them on uh, Paradigm Shift Central or something. I can mail them to you. They fold up, you know? They're like, this oh, word. Word, word, man. Yeah, maybe we'll, uh, I'll date them for tonight's thing and I'll mail them all to you and then you can sell them or something on your site or something. I don't care. We're gonna, we're, yeah, we, we can talk about that, man. We're going to, if. Yeah, I'll talk about something later. Yeah. It's going to, it's going to adapt in the right way. Like, it's going to be whatever, you know? yeah yeah dude totally man i'm sure i'm sure just like any sort of art in general is greatly appreciated but i was gonna say um like side note with paradigm shift stuff stay tuned for those who like are like creators of items and stuff because eventually we're gonna have like a a little paradigm shift marketplace for for people to share their stuff in so that that'll be in the coming future that idea has been there for a while we just got baby steps one thing at a time um okay i, I just want to check in uh jared i know i know you got something to say uh i just want to be able to just check in if anybody else had anything to say first and then we'll then we'll pass it to jared in a second um maybe uh i'm not sure if uh, uh promethean bob or austin if one of if any of you guys have anything to say just, just say so i got your mics a little bit up right now um if you guys have anything to say no no pressure we're getting i know it's getting late here so we're slowly just turning this broadcast is slowly just becoming a dream. So, um, does, uh, any Austin, do you, do you guys have anything to share going back to even like the stuff I was reading in the book, going back to like uh, fascinations and everyone being asleep in the waking state and anything related to that? Oh yeah. Uh, what was the name of that book? Dream yoga. All right. I'll check it out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man um do you uh yeah i was talking about like the retrospective dream practice in the morning and stuff with like the mantras and stuff have you ever do you do some of your uh super advanced lucid dream friends do they talk about um any sort of practical tips or like mantras that they might use or like what they do in the morning to help remember their dreams or anything that you might be able to pass on um Sorry, that was kind of directed at Austin. I wasn't sure if you had. Oh, oh no, man! I haven't heard of the combination of meditation and lucid dreams before. That's that's some crazy ideology. I like it. Word, word. Another another crazy thing, and this is just kind of like jumping around a bit, is that if you ever like get a chance, practice meditating in a dream, and and so it's kind of like this idea that you can like kind of go from like one dimension within the dream space into another dimension within the dream space. So, which is kind of like a cool thing. So like, if you ever become lucid, sit down and meditate and you can like go into like another layer. So that's just an, an idea. Okay, guys. Um, it's obviously getting late. We've been doing this broadcast for almost three hours. So we're going to get close to wrapping it up. Uh, Jared, um, you want to say some stuff. So uh, let's do that. And then we'll uh, get into a closing micro meditation. We'll wrap things up here. Jared, go ahead. All right. Can you hear me? Good enough. Me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I got some add-on for schizophrenia, yeah, but I don't think he want to own up to that one and name that puppy. Maybe it's a partial type of uh, diagnosis. I think you're tapping into a lot of things we're all tapping into as you become more conscious, the perception of other realities and things that are happening around you. I used to dream drop all the time, see dreams with my ex, even this current girl that I just broke up, I think I freaked her out a little bit, seeing her in dreams, you know, didn't get really feedback on that one, but I think you're literally tapping into this, what most people would call medium, other conscious perception, because uh, there's a negative st uh, stigma behind being diagnosed with any of those 
things, and then there's medications that come along with that. I would not recommend doing any because that will mess it up even more and dilute it and distort it where you're, it's probably hard enough to figure out what the hell's going on. And next is really going to twist shit up. And like we were talking earlier about diet playing a key role, distorting these things as well. But uh, you're tapping into something. I would, I would definitely investigate more. And when you tap in, just like in your dreams, it's here, it's all thought-driven. You think the devil, the devil going to show us things. You think Jesus is going to show us, but there's still a cognitive visualization that's going to take place. So if you have this preconceived notion of what it looks like or what it is or isn't or the biblical aspect, you're probably going to get something along those lines, you know? So this plays into our psyche, because everything is thought-driven. And that's huge, because it gets into self-hypnosis, which is why a lot of people, the Bible pumping of society that literally people roll into this paradigm of, you know, you can almost stereotype the blindly follow in this box. They can't see or hear the parables, you know? But it, it's, it's there. I'm going to touch upon with you. And I see a lot of people bipolar or this disorder and it shrinks. They're, they're diagnosing people from the PDSM books and giving medications and different things. They're screwing people up even more. I have a good friend of mine. She's whacked out more than she's ever been. It's almost like trying to understand what you got right now or what society has to offer is really tough. And then you're going to get second thoughts of drugs, different drugs that are going to twist it up even more and feel like the equivalent of saying, oh, I got my handle on this just like I got my hands on it. And spinning around the circle, you let go. It's even harder. So I really caution any drugs and proceed with caution and know it's thought. And just like a medium can channel in and see someone's past loved one or be able to take on and see different things, you have that gift as well. Is that good? Can you get that? Can you present your everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We heard that. Because, um, yeah, just, sorry. I mean, I wanted to add on to that. There's other things I want to talk about from past lives and, and understand the soulmate thing. I don't know what time we have today. But, you want to stay on and talk about that because that's something that really intrigues the shit out of me. Yeah. Getting like, all these things coming to me about some of those things and the people I'm meeting who are, who are interested in the topic, uh, you know, related to like mental health and, and everything. Uh, there will be future broadcasts within Paradigm Shift, like specifically from the mental health team related to mental health. And and so like, we'll really be able to dive deep into those, those discussions. But you're right though. Like it does, it does relate to, to the dream space, to the dream themes as well. You know, everything kind of, everything inter, interlaces and so forth. Um, but yeah, guys. Okay. So let's uh, just kind of like, 
check in and, and move towards the end of the broadcast. I just want to be able to give everyone here a chance to just kind of like add anything else that they want to share with this broadcast. Uh, and then we'll do a, a micro closing meditation. Um, so I just want to check in just kind of even like one at a time. Uh, Hunter, uh, I just got you at the top of my list here. Um, is there any, if there's anything you just want to share before we wrap up the broadcast, just any, 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 even just like expressing of gratitude or any, uh, practical tips or something people can keep in mind uh, related to dreams and, and so forth or consciousness in general. Uh, Hunter, if there's anything you want to share, go ahead. Uh, don't really want to add anything. Um, would like to uh, just say that this was a pretty fun experience and uh, really just enjoyed listening to everybody tonight and uh, really, really appreciate the invite. Very cool. Awesome. Awesome, man. Thank you. Thank you again for, for being here. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Connecting with you is a nice treat. And uh, for those who haven't checked it yet, we'll include the show notes for uh, for his work uh, to his his cartoon of Promethean, Promethean Bob, which is really cool. It's kind of like very like South Park style, uh, satirical humor about, uh, uh, you know, what the world looks like. And, and again, also implemented with conscious themes as well. So uh, we'll definitely uh, we'll definitely be hearing more from Promethean Bob in the future related to the Paradigm Shift Central Project. So, dude, thank you again, man. And um, let's uh, check in. Uh, um, I'm going to pass it to uh, Jarrell. Uh, Jarrell, if there's anything you want to share before we wrap up the broadcast, uh, again, just like ideas, gratitude, message for the dreamers out there. Go ahead, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I was just, I'm just thinking about um, that passage that you're reading um, by Samuel and were um he um i used to actually like uh dabble in a couple of his like um books like I, I would read you know some of it and that stuff is powerful man like that guy is like really prolific um the part that stuck out to me was like um realizing that people are really like you know they're like asleep and they don't realize that they're sleeping it's like when you're in a dream and you know you're like you think you're awake but then you wake up and then you're like, oh shit, like I was just asleep in a dream and I'm awake and I'm still asleep because I know I'm dreaming now, you know? And it's it's literally like that, like, but in, in like the, the physical dimension. And um, there's people who I follow online who like do psychic work for a living and they claim to be able to contact their, their loved ones and actually reach across worlds and see what they've been doing like after they pass and they jump into their reality and they see they're doing the same stuff. Like they're sitting, like, you know, just chilling like in like one girl, she said her Nana passed away and then her granddad passed away shortly after. And uh, she found them in an alternate reality, just like living in like North Jersey, like fourth dimensional North Jersey, just chilling in their apartment, watching TV, like they would normally would be doing, which is actually insane. And then another dude, he said basically the same thing, except like you can get like an angel to like help him out to like, yo, like this is my higher self's like guide that can help you like pass on. Cause like after you pass on, it's like, you know, you're in a dream, like you have to move forward. And then it's like going back to like the context of like the storylines of like what the dream is about. And like when you're dreaming, 
just realize I'm like your higher self is there. Like I've had dreams where I've been like freaking out over like stupid shit. Like, and then the entire sequence stops and I just see a golden face and it's an angel's face and he stared at me and he's shaking his head. No, <laughs> I'm like, no, don't do that, dude. Like, that's not a good idea. Uh, it's just important to like realize that like there is a context behind like life and like, even though it's so, so many people are asleep, like, um, you know, there's not much you can do for them, but like, just to understand that like, when, when you are dreaming and when you're lucid dreaming, there's a point to it to kind of like wake up and reconnect to your higher self. If you like believe in angels or whatnot. And, um, I don't know. I thought it was cool. He was talking about like the Jerusalem, the new Jerusalem. And then we were talking, you guys were talking about monatomic gold and how um, like monatomic gold was actually, it was actually like a byproduct of like the, uh, the Ark of the Covenant when like they would use that capacitor to basically bring down plasma beings, which is just basically like upper dimensionals to guide like the, the Hebrews. And then um, they would, they would eat the manna from the, Hold, and um, it's pretty cool. Just you know, when you use monatomic gold, you're using actually like a piece of like ancient, like human history, and um, they used the term mana, like that's actually monatomic gold. And if you ever play a video game, you eat mana for like eat mana for like you know increase like power you know, magic power and whatnot. So it's like, everything is just like cool. Like it's like a waking dream. And then the dream is like playing itself as like a, like a, uh, like a play of the same dream, it, like inside out. So it's pretty cool just to understand that. I don't know. It's like, uh, people are awake and then there's people who are sleeping and all you can do is just wake yourself up and that's it. And, uh, thoughts go out to the kid do talking who's got um that stuff going on uh, that stuff happens to people the best of us and it's just like he seems pretty cool with this so i don't know it's all good so yeah that's that's it like um that's pretty much all i wanted to say and uh, i wanted to plug my website if that's okay <laughs> yeah totally man go for it we'll put it in the show notes too go ahead um it's quantumlight.net, like quantum-light.net. Um, blog is basically like um, a forum where like philosophy and quantum physics like convene with like, uh, you know, just like um, a realistic view on the veil and conventional society and um, just like standing in your own truth and living through that. Um, and also YouTube channel, same thing with my uh, screen name, Quantum Light here. So yeah, thanks Brandon for having me, dude. Um, also that that last that last flow G, man, that was freaking amazing, dude. That last five minute one, that was dope. So, um, so yeah, thanks, man. Dude. Yeah, and uh, just just out of curiosity, man, like, did you uh, when did you connect to Paradigm Shift? Did you recently connect, or have you been connected for a while? Um, for for a couple months, um, I hopped on one time like last year, and that's right it. But I, I tried to catch the, the Zoom classes when I can. 
Cool, man. Well, dude, yeah, just just checking out your YouTube. Uh, we'll definitely be able to synchronize there, and we can help uh, get some of your stuff like online and featured. And, and yeah, uh, just reading on some of the stuff you got there. Five reasons why being an empath is a strength. I think that's a great topic, man. So uh, I'll be sure to check those out. And thank you, thank you again for being a part of the discussion, dude. Appreciate it, man. Awesome, sweet. So again, we'll include uh, we'll, we'll include Jarrell's notes uh, into into in, into the show notes for this broadcast. And again, that's quantum hyphen light dot com or sorry dot net quantum hyphen light dot net. And uh, yeah, check it out. It's got a link to his YouTube there as well. All right, guys. So uh, getting close to the end of the broadcast. Um, I know it's I know it's late. Uh, it's uh, I'm almost like part of me like almost like doesn't want to do the meditation just because I'm getting pretty tired. But we're gonna do it anyways. Um, it's just gonna be a very simple one anyway. So it's gonna be related to the dream tree. Uh, before we do that though, I just want to be able to check in uh, just with uh, Jared and, and Brian. Uh, Austin had to leave a little bit early, but he sends his wishes. Uh, I'm not sure if Brian's there, so we'll just check in with Jared. Jared, any any just sort of like closing uh, thoughts that you just wanted to add before we wrap up the broadcast? Go go ahead, man. If anyone wanted to talk about psychotropic drugs, I've seen in the side notes here. Couldn't go to sleep, whatnot. I mean, things that we gotta figure out who we are. I mean, we can't put flaws on our lives. I and mean, yeah, it could be random. It could be a lot if we're going at the random pace of society. And society's slow. They're sleeping. You're not doing much when you're sleeping. And we all agree the Matrix is sleeping. People are sleeping. They're not up. That's that's a slow rate of cognitive function. So your brain is cognitively rolling faster than it's going into everything as far as you can think left and right. So it's going to keep you up. So you got to find a way to keep yourself grounded or come into space, know what it is, realize it. You don't have to question it. It's like, oh shit, what's happening? And then you have another random thought of the devil and it's like, oh shit, that's scary. I need to do this just so I can sleep. I mean, maybe it's a good pause. Maybe smoking a joint might help be a little better, you know. There's other things that I highly, highly recommend get your ass to monotomics because that's going to help balance the brain, give you some good function, and it stays in your system. It's not like you need it all the time. I haven't taken it in over, what, four or five months since I last spoke to President about it when I was, you know. I still want to get my hands on it, but... This stuff's amazing because it literally balances left and right cognitive function of your brain, male and female aspects to give you a balanced ratio. And if you're going to take something, that's a wonderful shit to take. Uh, there's other things, like I said, but uh, just seeing it and being okay with who you are. If you're not yourself, you're just somebody else. And that's just fake, in my opinion, or just kidding yourself. You know, and life is going on plus. You're allowed to do whatever you want and I respect that. You know, and sometimes you got to take a drug or do something the best of your knowledge. Now we're going to help increase your knowledge, work as a team here, and see how that works, you know. And there's nights I stay up, I look at the ceiling, I process things, I understand things, and I step back, oh, well, maybe someone else doesn't understand that. I don't need to convince them. I don't need to be diagnosed or partially diagnosed because these PDCM books with psychiatrists, they were really a partial diagnosis. These people don't have an understanding of what's really going on in life. Some of them do. Some of them go into the bipolar and the schizophrenia, and then they keep going and going and going, and they find out these people are very gifted. It's almost scary to some of them because they're like, we do shit we can't do. You're talking about like Chinese psychic kids, you're talking about superhuman shit, and it seems like there's a suppression on that. You, know, you get into other things, and he was saying he finishes his wife's senses, his girlfriend's 
distances, dreams, and whatnot. That's a wonderful thing. That's amazing that you have that 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 partnership to explore these things. You know, my ex wasn't into that. He scared the shit out of that one. Seen and other people to give me the permission to be able to do that as well, which is, I find fascinating, especially coming from a stranger perspective. If you invite me in and I, and I can get some feedback and, and hone in on that. That's telepathy. To go to sleep, that's fucking amazing, you know? <laughs> like, you know, you're talking about empath. Empath and telepathy, I think, go hand in hand. I mean, we compartmentalize this so we can literally wrap our head around it, you know, it's like, but the reality of it, it's, it's all this communication without words, <laughs> you know, that's fascinating to me, I just love it, and I think that's something we should all strive for, otherwise, you know, we're just waiting lines and death, you know, life gets kind of like repetitive, you know, <laughs> but it's fun, it's your place, right? <laughs> All right, Jared. Thanks again, man. Always appreciate what you got to share. And again, I know that's just the that's just the tip of the metaphysical ice, iceberg. Right, so. I'm down. I put the down a bit oh, dude, no, it's good, man. It's good. <laughs> Sweet. All right, man. Absolutely. And again, reminder for people who want to connect with Jared, we'll include the uh, links into into the show note. And for anybody who may be in the Connecticut uh, area, Jared is a uh, admin for Paradigm Shift Connecticut, and uh, yeah, work on getting things going there. So. Thinking of that, how do, how do you work the whole Facebook thing with the paradigm shift? Yeah, we'll 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 talk about that another time. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no Yeah, yeah, totally though. Sweet. Right. I'm bringing it up or not? We're doing vegan communities, uh, which is probably good for you to get into too. I'm trying to work a calendar out, or if you see anyone with a calendar where we can just put on. Okay, Saturday, mm-hmm. I have a, a local place here. They do alternating shift. It's vegan potluck. For, you know, whether it's one town here, one town there on a Saturday, then we do it once over here. I'm thinking about doing it here, but hopefully we get a calendar where no one has to worry about food. So it's no longer an object when it comes to the vegan world. And there's a lot of raw people involved, which is nice to have that support network mm-hmm. and raise consciousness and have another level and have people together like we are here. It's like another aspect of this, like, you know, physical shift. Totally. I dig it, man. I dig it. Yeah, we'll definitely, we'll definitely talk more about that. And yeah, dude, thank you. For, thank you again for rocking it. So good job. Awesome, man. All right. Okay, guys. Um, so again, just getting close to the end of the broadcast. I uh, just want to check in. Uh, I'm not sure if Brian is still there. Um, it's possible that he is. Brian, are you, if you're still there, just uh, pop your head back in uh, if you are. Hey, dude, I, I just want to double check your microphone. Uh, you just got yourself on mute, I think, or something. Um, oh, but yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> nothing new to report i appreciate the time let's let's wrap it up let's oh. wrap it up all right okay good good idea i like that idea awesome all right um sweet guys so i uh, i just wanted to say uh, just on the side while we were doing that uh just with a reference to uh Jarell was talking about their youtube channel uh while they were doing that i just added one of his videos under the uh playlist for paradigm shift central so if you guys haven't yet on the main website make a regular habit of going there literally daily because i always add new videos and underneath the button within your heads up display your hud click new videos and the drop down for that will appear and uh you'll see new videos under there so uh one of them is uh Jarell's video that that you'll see right up at the top so so you can check that out so it's easy to find for you guys and and again if anybody has any uh any videos of their own that they want to be able to submit just uh be sure to either submit them as a question journal or just make sure that i know about your youtube channel and and again as a 
conscious media production company. This is all about being able to help give us a shared platform for, for us to be able to co collectively document the shift, practice expressing ourselves and, and knowing that in doing so is definitely, definitely making a difference. So sweet guys. Okay. Um, yeah, thank you guys again for, for being a part of this broadcast and, and just reminding you to please continue to share it, whether you're listening to it live or whether you're listening in the future. And you can find the MP3s on the website as well under the radio tab. So if you're ever looking for this broadcast or any other broadcast, click on the radio button on the website and you'll see the, the little thing that says live broadcast MP3 recordings and you can download there as an MP3 super easily. And also under central news, you can find links to past broadcasts as well. And also to make it super easy for yourself, you can find paradigm shift broadcasts on itunes under paradigm shift radio so if you look up paradigm shift radio on itunes then you can subscribe to that and you'll be able to download them automatically and uh yeah be sure to tell your friends and tune in again for future broadcasts and episodes so um with that said we're gonna move into a micro closing meditation and uh kind of in theme with what we were talking about earlier i'm just gonna pull up the image of the dream tree so again the concept of the dream tree is something that we play around with here on a regular uh, with a regular consistency within a broadcast so the basic idea here is opening up to the idea that can we as multidimensional beings have shared dreams and uh, yes yes we can so what we're doing is that we are creating the narrative again going back to the narrative of meeting up at this idea of the dream tree. And again, the idea of the dream tree as it appears within the image, which is the promo image that you'll see on the dream classes. And it's basically a tree in the middle of this astral field. And it's like on the other side of these pillars and the pillars are kind of like us, like walking through uh, sort of like our own gate of consciousness. And then this tree also has the paradigm shift sigil floating above it, which in turn activates as an amplifying portal as well. So again, these are sort of like elements within the narrative. So it's like walking through these pillars as we awaken, as we awaken to our own self-knowledge as a pillar right in the middle, as the self within the middle, and then finding that tree in the field, seeing that tree as a metaphor for our interconnectedness, seeing the paradigm shift sigil floating above the tree as, a, as again, as another representation of a portal and a beacon that's drawing us together uh, as a gathering point. And then the idea is, is that we, we have this place within, within the dream so that as you fall asleep, whether you become lucid or whether you're doing it as a wild method where you, where you imagine this while falling asleep or just imagine it during your meditations, working towards the idea that this is a place where we're actually crystallizing within the astral planes, within the fifth dimensional planes, so that we can gather there as spirit as soul so again this is a very very real idea and it's something that is being actualized uh over the chronological experience of uh, of this community's growth and and again guys like these dream classes are so important and, and again it's about stepping into our potential and a huge part of our potential is just being able to to become better dreamers within the dream so that's that's the short form of it. So just invite you guys to uh, join in for, for this closing meditation. So if you guys want to just shut off any lights, if you got any lights on and, and just uh, relax and, and I'll just guide you to the dream tree real quick. And um, yeah. And then after that, it will, we'll conclude this and, and we'll, we'll call it a call the night, call it an end of a broadcast and yeah, we'll go from there. So. so again, just get nice and comfortable. Again, just using this as a chance to practice flexing our imagination, to practice connecting with this narrative. So just inviting you guys to relax your body, roll your shoulders, wiggle your toes and fingers, 
Just allow any fidgetiness to just be expressed now. Scratch your nose if you need to. And then when you're ready, just move into that place of stillness. So close your eyes if you haven't already yet. And then from here, gently allow, allow us to begin by connecting with the breath. So gentle inhales through the nose. And gentle exhales through the nose or the mouth. Again, gentle inhales through the nose, feeling your chest expand, your lungs expand. Exhale through the nose or the mouth. As you do, just allowing yourself as you continue to breathe to become aware of any sensations of subtle energies, any sensations of tingliness of energy moving up the spine, any sort of vibrational sensation within your chest, within your third eye, within your root. So as we just allow ourselves to relax, gently just scanning our body nice and quickly, yet calmly, just bringing our awareness to our feet, to our knees, to our thighs, just allowing our feet, our knees, and our thighs to relax, our entire legs to relax, move into that stillness. From there, just bring your attention with your thoughts to your torso, to your stomach, to your chest. It's allowing your torso, your stomach, and your chest to gently relax. Good. From there, just bring your awareness to your hands, your forearms, your shoulders, your arms. So allow your hands, your forearms, your shoulders, your arms to gently relax. From there, just bring your awareness up to your throat, your neck, your jaw. Just allow your throat, your neck, and your jaw to relax. And bring your awareness up to your cheeks, up to your nose, your eyes, your eyebrows, your forehead, your entire head. Just allowing your cheeks, your nose, your eyebrows, your forehead, and your entire head to slowly relax. And as we do this, connecting with the breath and bringing our attention to the inner space, to the inner worlds. So on the canvas of your imagination, slowly begin to imagine yourself in a field. And as you do, bring your awareness into the sensations of your five senses and beyond. So looking out from where you are, you see the dream tree at a distance. And you feel the ground underneath your feet. You feel the grass underneath your feet within this field. You feel the air on your skin. Just allowing yourself to sink in as deep as you can to these sensations. Breathing it in. And then from there, just looking around, seeing the sky illuminated with the stars of the cosmos. As if it is nighttime and daytime at the same time. Above the tree, you see the paradigm shift sigil. You take a moment here to breathe as you connect with your own breath and in turn connecting with the pulse that the sigil emanates, that the portal emanates, gently sending out a ripple, a beacon for all the other shifters to gather here as community. 
And so slowly begin to move towards the dream tree, either by walking or floating, using your imagination. And as you do, you approach the dream tree and imagining it to be as magical as you wish to see it in whatever form the tree appears to you as, whatever type, be it oak, be it willow, be it far magical than you can even name. The tree glistens and there are luminescent points floating within it. And around the tree, as you continue to float towards it, you see other people gathering, other shifters, sharing this space, continuing to exist here as community, as if there is a constant festival taking place, seeing people talking, seeing people dancing, massaging, hugging, just gathering and celebration, and kinsmanship. And so as you move closer to the tree, just allow yourself to connect with this tree once again. Something that we do commonly within this simple meditation, but again, reminding you to take this story and connect to it beyond just this moment. So imagining yourself giving the tree a gentle hug as you wrap your arms around its trunk, as you place your forehead against its bark. And as you do this, you breathe in the essence of the tree while at the same time breathing your essence into the tree, creating a cycle, creating a flow, creating a vortex, creating an infinity loop. And so you connect with the essence of the tree as a symbol of the interconnection that we all share. You breathe in its deep cooling energy from its roots that reach deep into the core of the earth, of the dream, deep into the crystal center of the earth, of the astral, of your heart. And so breathe this in. And as you do this, imagining your branches as the branches of the tree extending, expanding into the sky, into the heavens. And again, just allowing this to all be brought back into the heart through sensation and feelings and imagination of expansion. So just take a moment here to just breathe in your own silence as you connect with the tree, knowing that with each breath you share, you crystallize it into form on the astral planes within your imagination, receiving love and sharing love. So just connect here with a couple breaths in your own silence. Go ahead. And so still remaining present with your breath, giving the tree an extra squeeze with your hug, with your forehead still against it, and just thanking it in this moment. Thanking not just the tree, thanking beyond the tree, thanking the dream, thanking yourself, thanking the universe, thanking all the experiences that you've had that have brought you to this point, all the experiences that have yet to come that will allow you to become more of who you are so that you, you can share so that you can continue to help awaken the dream to itself, 
so that you can share this consciousness, so that you can awaken your consciousness and in turn allow others to find and explore that path for themselves. And so gently releasing your hug when you're ready, looking up at the tree, seeing its sparkling essence as if made from small points of reflective mirror or glass, seeing even small lights just drifting within the sky, and even seeing other lights floating around the tree representing the various different forms present here in this moment that exist far beyond just that of our basic bipedal humanoid form that we commonly imagine ourselves as. And so here, take another moment looking around, seeing those gathered at the tree, just expressing your gratitude, reminding yourself to return back to here. And in this moment, I want you, before we conclude this meditation, to gently take a small little box and place it at the bottom of this tree. And so this is a little box that you have brought for yourself to leave here at this tree. Perhaps you choose to know what is within this box, or perhaps you choose to not know yet. And so you can either place something with intention into this little box or continue to keep it closed. But whatever you do, choose to gently place it at the base of the tree with the intention to return to it later within your dream space. So within the box, whatever there is, it is something valuable to you, something meaningful to your own experience, be it an item, even be it an idea. So whatever it is for you, just gently connect with that now as you continue to breathe. And just imagine yourself gently just placing down the small box at the base of the tree. And so when you're ready, just allow yourself to imagine yourself sitting at the base of the tree in lotus form or whatever form. And from here, just feeling the tree up against your back or perhaps you are sitting facing the tree, whatever you choose. Allow yourself to gently move into a meditation within this meditation that will transfer you back to your waking state while creating a path for you to gently return to this place when you are ready within the dreams, within your imagination. So within future dreams, within future imaginations, you have the option, the capability to awaken back up with uh, under the tree or perhaps beginning the visualization by imagining yourself slowly walking towards the tree one step at a time and connecting with the sensations whatever you choose to bring you back here and reminding yourself that when you do come back here to be sure to open the box see what's inside when you are ready to do so and so as you imagine yourself underneath the tree, connecting again with gratitude, setting the intention to return here, being able to connect with the bigger narrative, the bigger story of us as dreamers, 
gathering and creating on this multidimensional plane in celebration, in union, in intention to support one another, to continue to collectively awaken. So connect with your breath here again, feeling the roots of the tree below you and above you. And as you do, just be here for just another couple breaths in your own silence before we gently bring ourselves out of the dream, out of this meditation. So just imagine yourself sitting under the tree, connect with your breath. Full heart breath, stillness, feel that. That feeling will bring you back. Good. And so with yourself imagining yourself sitting under the tree, slowly we'll begin to bring our awareness back to our physical body as a part of us on a multi-dimensional plane continues to exist here at the tree, continues to exist here in conversation, in celebration with others. So that on the fifth dimensional plane, there will be parts of ourselves that will be present at the tree continuously. So slowly, we'll begin to bring our awareness back to this physical dimension, using the breath, gently bringing your awareness back to your physical body. And slowly when you're ready, bring your awareness to your fingers and your toes as you gently wiggle your fingers and your toes, keeping the breath nice and calm, still finding the joy in the stillness. And when you're ready, you can slowly bring your awareness back to the space around you while still maintaining a sense of calmness. And gently open your eyes if you choose. Awesome. All right. So thank you again, everyone, for, for being a part of this, for being a part of this bigger story. Again, one shifter can change a thousand worlds. And so for, for all the individual shifters listening to this, know that our individual efforts are greatly amplified by the, the love and the, the excitement and the compassion and the courage that we continue to share. So one candle can ignite or one flame can ignite a million candles. So awesome. All right, guys. Um, again, getting close to wrapping this broadcast, I did just want to uh, invite anybody who might just have anything they want to share, uh, either just in reflection of that sl uh, micro meditation there, and, um, and then we'll, we'll, we'll officially be wrapping it up. So again, you know, the idea behind that visualization, I encourage you guys to practice thinking about that while falling asleep. 
thinking about that in the back of your mind, in the forefront of your mind during your day and stuff and, and just continue to, to, you know, when the time comes and you become lucid, see if you can teleport there, see if you can go there, see if you can connect with your intention. And people have, like, that's the thing. This is an idea that multiple people within the Paradigm Shift Central Project have already had experiences of being at the dream tree. And so it's a very powerful thing. So, and again, this is like setting the intention for something that will become even more meaningful as we continue to evolve years from now. So um, let me just check in. Uh, Jarrell, I, uh, I just wanted to be able to check in. I'm not to put you on the spot, but just curious if there's anything that you just want to share related to that little micro meditation. Uh, don't have to share much at all, but if there's anything you want to share, go, go ahead, dude. If, if you're there, if you're there, maybe Charles not there. That's fine. Um, all right. Is there anybody who want to share anything real quick? Uh, and otherwise, that's totally fine. So, uh, Hunter, is there anything you want to share? Just double checking. Probably, I think we're probably good. Um. I think Jared wants to share something. Okay, so I'll just pass the mic to Jared real quick. So, Jared, go ahead. Well, is anyone staying on after this, or you just got any transmission? I can I can keep it open afterwards if some of you guys want to talk. But yeah, we'll the live broadcast will be cut. So yeah. Word. 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 Cool, cool. Okay, sweet. All right, so again, for those of you who want to tune in afterwards, um, those of you in this hangout right now, uh, you guys are welcome to stick around for a bit. So I'll, I'll be heading to sleep myself. So cool, guys. All right, so with that said, uh, we are ready to wrap up this broadcast. So thank you again, everyone, for, for tuning into this. And, and again, continue to ripple this inspiration forward. Continue to use this, this broadcast as an opportunity to bring more vigilance into your own practice, to bring more curiosity, excitement, and, uh, you know, just continue to share this with, with other people, continue to invite other people to talk about their dreams and to also, you know, begin to get interested in, in the dream practice. It's something, it's something for everyone. And, uh, you know, it's something that will continue to, to provide us with very exciting gifts and opportunities and infinite growth as uh, again, you know, merging our, our 5d self with our 3d self. Like I feel that is like the mission as, as a, as a cosmic citizen here uh, at this time here on earth, very exciting stuff. So, so with that said, let's um, wrap this broadcast. I just want to give a thanks again to, to all those who've tuned in, please feel free to share this, subscribe to my YouTube at youtube.com forward slash skull Babylon. And uh, of course, uh, if you would like to be able to help support the project as a monthly micro contributor for three to $5 a month, you can do that through the team Patreon and that helps support the ongoing production of conscious media for the community and supports the, uh, the full-time, the full-time job that, that I put into to running paradigm shift. And again, I'm just super grateful for the support of the community to be able to do this. You know, this is something that I'm passionate about and something I'm really grateful to be able to share with you guys. So we're building the team Patreon. It's a drop by drop type thing, but the idea is, is that's literally going to be something where right now we're floating at around 800 plus, per month and that's going to keep building and that's going to be something where that's going to continue to unlock new new opportunities for the community and, and fund those resources right back into projects and, and community resources as well so helping when we all give a little we all get a lot helping us help others so 
uh, thank you again, everyone. And, and uh, if you have any questions on that, feel free to ask and patreon.com forward slash Brendan Culleton. And again, help us reach our Patreon goal of uh, 10 signups per month. So thank you again to all the Patreon supporters and everyone in general. So with that said, guys, um, in terms of uh, next week's broadcast, stay tuned for that. I still have to decide. I apologize that sometimes the broadcasts are kind of like on a whim. Uh, I can say that I think we'll have to change the schedule in the next coming weeks. Um, I'll give you more details on that. I don't like just because I'm out of town on Thursday, but uh, stay tuned for that and and stay tuned. And if you haven't yet, make sure you're signed up on the main website and be sure to jump on the main website on a regular basis and, and uh, be sure to check out the voice chat as well. A lot of us are active in there in addition to just a regular live chat and be sure to support your fellow shifters and help share any quest journals and conscious articles and, and uh, yeah, thank you again so much. And, and of course, if you're inspired to, if you hear the call, please feel free to, to look at creating a paradigm shift community where you are. And you can go back and check out the paradigm shift admins meeting. That was a broadcast before this for, for more information and inspiration on that. So, um, yeah, so, so let's do that guys. Let's, let's keep dreaming. Let's keep writing down our dreams. There's plenty to explore. Let's go meet up at the dream tree. And uh, with that said, thank you guys so much again for tuning in to another exciting broadcast of Paradigm Shift Dream Class and uh, ParadigmShiftCentral.com, a real world interactive game to help shift consciousness. Shifters of the world, unite. Guys, I'm going to unmute your microphones. Let's uh, all say goodnight to, to all the dreamers out there. So I'm just going to pull everyone's mic up at once. So everyone say goodnight, make a little bit of noise. So goodnight, everyone. Happy, happy full moon again to, to everyone listening to this during the full moon and otherwise. It's always a full moon in your heart. So, <laughs> Awesome. All right, guys. Thank you, thank you so much once again. Keep it shifty. And as always, we will see you guys in the future. Peace, love, and wholeness. Keep it shifty, guys. Much love. <laughs>